Neil Rogers guy. My anus. 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 Kids, y'all like cutting little stinkers? Uh-huh. That funny little yeah. sound that comes right out your sphincter? Want to copy me and do exactly like I do? Get paid for writing little songs about boo-boo? My brain's all gone. I'm trying to get my groove on. But I can't figure out which Spice Girl I'm going to fart on. And Dr. Dre asks, Yo, man, you pass gas? Hell no. Why do I smell ass? Man, you low class. Well, since age 12, it seemed like I always smelled. I thought ripping gases and tooting was pretty swell. I got pissed off when I took my jeans off and fought it so hard it turned my underwear backwards like crisscross. And every night I'm like, oh, dinner last. Then fun at my ass faster than a fat bitch who ain't too fat. Smell this, honey. Yo, dude, wait a minute. That's my girl, cuz. I don't give a fuck. God sent me to stink the world up. My anus. My anus. My anus. My anus. My anus. My anus. Teacher wanted me kicked out back in junior high. Said the problem was something crawled up my ass and died. I shot him in the face with my vapor. The worst happened later when I covered his desk with used toilet paper. Walked in the strip club, my intestines were filled up. Moved the bartender, took a dump in a tip cup. Went over to a dancer, had her fucking a garter. She lifted her leg up, and I knew she was a father. 99% of my life I was lied to. I just found out my mom got more gas than I do. I told her I'd grow up to be a famous rapper. Make a record about strange noises made on the crapper. You know you was dirt when the women rushed to leave. Hold it back, but she but needed relief. This guy at White Castle said it was pretty cool. But I had to go. Go drop the kids off at the pool. My anus. I think that's going to be the deal tonight at the NTV uh, 16th Annual Video Music Awards. That's going to be it. My anus is going to be gigantic. Rectum. Humongous. Anyway, it's 10.03. I tell you one thing, it better be a damn good show because, man, you have never in your life seen any such self-promoting going on and on and on, the likes of which, like, uh, everybody wants to do the same. Oh, God, save us from ourselves, okay? By the way, here's the great facts from uh, some real good people, some real broadcasters over at Nova Southeastern University who've got better equipment than we've got, by the way. It says, hope all is well. I'm the PR director for Nova Southeastern University's Radio X 88.5 FM. Just wanted to thank you for mentioning us on your Wednesday. We've gotten a lot of positive response from it. Oh, how do you like that? And that's got an obligatory sucking around thing, which I'll spare you there reading that. And it goes on to say, I wish I could send you a ton of cool Radio X stuff, but alas, we are non-commercial and have no budget for such things. <laughs> Well, guess what, Jen? This is Jen Birchfield, PR director. We're commercial, and we also have no budget for any such thing, and we have no, no. budget for anything. No, do we have any T-shirts? No. Do we have? I mean, if you want to, uh, in fact, send us thirty or forty bucks. Maybe we'll send you a cap, a QAM cap, okay? So, thank you, Jen Birchfield, PR director, and keep kicking some serious ass on uh, Radio X, eighty-eight point five, seven p.m. to seven a.m., which is Piper High's KPX, seven a.m. to seven p.m. 
Best music in town by a long shot. You know, I want to just go out of my way to say this, but the music on Power 96 really blows. I mean, they really suck. You know, I mean, there's some nice people over there, but God, your music is just, I mean, uh, oh. The, the, you can't complain about the music programmers in this town on FM because there aren't any. Just the absolute worst crap you could ever possibly hear in your life. God, how is it possible that a high school station and a college station can be playing better music by far, by a million zillion miles than the so-called commercial stations that we got on the radio here? <laughs> and you think with Queer Channel and these, you know, four or five companies being allowed by the FCC, being encouraged by the FCC to buy up every goddamn station in America, you'd think that just by osmosis they'd own enough different frequencies in the same market, they'd take one of them and put something good on there, right? No. No. Like uh, like 103.5, you know, like uh, after they butchered up she, and they put that garbage on there, that uh, female-oriented, what, what the hell did they call it? Planet. It was out of this world, all right, man. It's on Uranus, the planet. Heard that later? Yeah. Now, now they got that new format on there, which, what do they call that? Do they have a name for it besides crap? That's it, crap. Crap. Where they play like Gloria Estefan music over and over again all day. Everything you were tired of and never wanted to hear again. Everything that nobody in their right mind would ever want to hear again. That's what they got on there. Nice going, David Ross. You're a real rocket science, baby. A real what? Whatever. An asshole, I think, is the word I was looking for. God. Man, oh man, love. So we got the MTV show tonight. Anybody going to be watching that? Uh -huh. You bet. After all this hype, it better be good. It probably won't. It's not really a good show anyway. Unless you want to see something, you have to wait for like four and a half hours to see something maybe a little bit tasteless happen or somebody to say crap or somebody's boob to fall out. Maybe if you're lucky, Mariah Carey, the big one will pop out. You know what I'm saying? The uh, Yeah, she's got that one big one. Lefty. Well, you see, she, she unlike Brittany, who, uh, you know, evidently daddy put up the bucks, Mariah had the operation way back in the beginnings of her career when she was just a schlepper. So she could only afford the one. Now she's going to maybe work on the other one. So she's got the, her left... Let's see, yeah, it's the left breast is gigantic, enormous, at least twice the size. Oh, and by the way, Jennifer Lopez, not only is she skanky looking, she does have a great ass. Well, I'll admit to that. She's got a big rectum, but she has got no it's at all. No. They're small. Raisinets. She's got a, a pair of the smallest it's I've ever seen in my life. So she's got a scabby looking face. She can't sing for crap. She's got a great ass, and that's about it. And she's a reeking to top it all off. Oh, well, this is the year for the Ricans. You got Ricky Martin. That's our poll question today. Who's got the better boobs, uh, Ricky Martin or Jennifer Lopez? Who's got the better remake job? Huh? All of these people that have been made over, over and over. It's one thing to get ucked over. It's another thing to get made over. Speaking of getting ucked over, we got all kinds of stuff today, man. We got just millions and millions. And then, and then of course, we got the Great American Shootout again. Comes to find out the story from two days ago. Dad meant to kill son five, police say. I say put him in the electric chair right on Channel 7 News at 5 this afternoon with Rick Sanchez pulling the switch and hopping up and down and hyperventilating as he does it. Oh, and by the way, also today is a 9999. Did the world come to an end yet? No. No. But I will tell you this. Another one of these hysteria. Oh, and you'll notice that the summer came and went. It's almost over officially without those two Y2K movies. 
You think maybe a little common sense finally prevailed and somebody said, you better, this is not a really good idea. You better not put this crap out because knowing human nature and what panic people, people are in this country, you better not uh, start all this crap. Like maybe somebody on Wall Street might have suggested that. Like it's not a real good idea, okay? And so the fact that there wasn't only one, there were going to be two Y2K hysteria spreading movies this summer. Did either one appear? No. Thank God. So anyway, Stevens uh, Celestin grabbed his young son, enraged that his wife had told him to move out, pointed a forty caliber Glock handgun at the child's chest, and pulled the trigger, police said yesterday. The boy's mother and her friend watched in horror Tuesday night as the child was shot before their eyes. They told police Celestin deliberately killed his five-year-old son and said, well, he did it to us, spite the uh, bitch. That'll learn her. Yeah, that'll teach her. Oh. Man, I'm telling you, we've got more trash making babies in this country. It's, it's just unbelievable. I got a whole a whole bunch of these stories just from one day. Crazy people with guns. I mean, it's not bad enough that we don't have forced sterilization, which is I've told you for years is the is the real answer. But we got crazy people trash with guns running around. See, I'll say this right off the bat: at the at the risk of being accused of being uh, a bigot. People of color should not be allowed to have guns, and certainly Hispanics should not be allowed to have guns because, first of all, well, the Puerto Ricans got the switchblades, but Hispanics are much too hot-blooded. You know what I'm saying? You catch my drift? Uh-huh. Yeah. So those two categories should definitely not be allowed to have any kind of guns. No way. Okay, to be continued, nine minutes after 10 at 560 WQN. Neil God. are very excited about this, those who watch MTV a lot, is that after today we get that crap off the bottom right hand the corner of the screen. God, they're not 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 only does it have the nine nine ninety nine, but they're counting down the minutes and the hours and the seconds and it's like uh man, it better be damn good, I'll tell you that. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Hey, I I I agree with you on that bull crap about uh this guy killing his son. If he said he did it he needs to die today. Yeah. Why should we have a trial and waste our money on exactly. this? Exactly. Right. It happens all the time, just like the kid that killed the two old people in Pembroke Park. You see, we got all this crap about hate crimes that people want to have more laws about hate crimes against minorities. How about crimes exactly. against children, huh? Exactly. I say anybody that kills a kid, they should be. Uh, let's just have a uh, you know a banana republic kind of a, a trial. We'll just have a kangaroo court and we'll uh, fry them on TV on Channel <laughs> Seven News. Exactly. Put them on it. Fox. Hey Neil, can I call somebody a douchebag? Go ahead. Sal, you're a big fat douchebag. Okay. Thanks, Neil. Say out of Ricky Ticky. Okay, tell him I'll help him pull the goddamn switch. 
That's what we need is kangaroo courts. Let's have lynch mobs for people that kill little kids and rape little kids and molest and abuse little kids. Because in this country, there's nobody to stand up for little kids. Nobody gives a crap about little kids. Here's a great story out of Chicago. Woman gambler gets 21-year term. I hope Ed Kaplan's listening to this. Chicago, a woman was sentenced to 21 years in prison on Wednesday for suffocating her seven-week-old daughter to get $200,000 in insurance money so she could gamble on riverboats. How do you like that? Huh? I mean, these stories are hysterically funny if they weren't true. It's like something Tom Green would make up. Federal prosecutors said they were stunned that Dina Abdelhak, Hawk, an admitted gambling addict, did not get the maximum sentence of 35 years. She only gets 21 years, which she'll probably get out in just a few, you know. She was convicted in February of insurance fraud for deliberately suffocating her daughter and trying to pass off the cause as sudden infant death syndrome. Her sentencing crapped an emotional hearing at which Albuquerque's uh, mother twice leapt out of her seat and shouted at her, the judge and prosecutors, Albert Hawk, 35, tearfully denied killing her daughter. 21 years. She suffocates the little kid to death, the defenseless little kid, so she can get money to plunge her brains out on the, on the gambling boats. And by the way, no, I'm not going to Biloxi, Mississippi, okay? And if that makes you unhappy, too fucking bad. That's my comment about that. Too stinking bad. And right next to that story, by the way, here's another better one. Couple accused of leaving toddler. And there are pictures of the dark-complected couple, by the way. Boy left to die in woods, police say. Little Rock, Arkansas. A couple were accused on Wednesday of leaving their 18-month-old son to die in the wilderness and are also suspected of tossing his two-and-a-half-year-old brother to his death in a lake. The mother had told police in June that the children had been kidnapped by their father. Last week, however, the father told police that the couple abandoned their children in a ravine and a pond. You know where this all started? It didn't start there, but I mean, one of the places where it started was that Susan Smith crap up there in the Carolinas. And they convicted this bitch who also made up a story about some black guy who allegedly kidnapped her kid and come to find out that she drowned the kids in the car because they were getting in the way of her romance with her trailer trash boyfriend who wasn't interested in her anyway. He was the rich guy in town. That's why she wanted him. And by the way, Susan Smith, I hate to break the news to you, but if I would have been married like you to any guy that looked as good as he did, he was a little bit dumb, but nevertheless pretty good. Remember him? He was pretty uh, not bad. For her, he was great. I would have kissed his feet and ankles if he came home and showed up at night. But no, he wasn't good enough for her. She had to go screwing around. And so anyway, they convict her ass, and the people of that community up there say, oh, well, we grew up with Susan. We couldn't ask for the death penalty. We'd just give her life in prison. After she drowns her two kids in the back of the car, I mean, just stop and think of those little kids in that car going down in the goddamn water, okay? Stop and think about that. Two little kids locked in the back of the car, suffocating, drowning in that car. And here in America, this bitch doesn't get the death penalty? And we got bleeding heart assholes out there screaming about, oh, it's barbaric. Yeah, right. When are you going to start doing something to take care of little kids? That's what I would like to know. And speaking of that, how about this story? There's 8 million horror stories in the Naked City today. God. Teacher is charged with sexual battery. Did you see this? about? Now, this is a male teacher on two 17-year-old girls. And isn't it going to be interesting to see the different reaction we have to this story as opposed to the 40-year-old broad teacher that was a diddling the kid when he was 13 and 14 years old? 
All right, nice going, Junior. Good going. That's a real macho boy. That's my boy. But Matthew J. Herman, 29, was taught at South Broward High School for the last for four years, was charged by Hollywood police after two 17-year-old girls made separate complaints against him. The girls' claims against Herman stemmed from two days in March, one during a field trip on March 5th, the other supposedly on March 9th in Herman's orifice. Police say during the field trip, Herman pulled his pants down on two occasions, exposing himself to one of the girls. On March 9th, the other girl said Herman and she were alone in his orifice when she pulled her shirt when he pulled her shirt up and told her he wanted to kiss her belly button ring. Well, maybe she shouldn't have been wearing a belly button ring, you know. It's her fault. He's uh, 29. These girls are 17. Now, I'm not defending what he did because, like I said last a uh, couple of weeks ago, and I'll say it again, teachers have got no business having sex with students of any kind, way, shape, or form. No matter how much you macho guys out there think it was really great that when you were 13 and 14, or maybe you had a dream that you were screwing your uh, 40-year-old teacher, okay? Uh, I probably had a dream. Wrong. Absolutely, totally unacceptable. Not any different from the family priest having sex with your kid. Which, by the way, speaking of that, here's more good news. You know, this priest, this Reverend Sinisi, the one that's got big, big problems with his neighbor saying that he was stalking and sexually harassing him. Well, come to find out, as is usually the case, usually is the case, because they like to sweep these things under the goddamn furry rug. There's no facts in, in the church. Priest had been accused before reports show. Police are wrapping up their investigation of both complaints against the Reverend Joseph Sinisi, the one earlier and now, of course, the new one. A year before accusations of sexual impropriety that forced the Reverend Joseph Sinisi to resign last month, a man filed a report with Fort Lauderdale police alleging, uh, detailing much more serious allegations against the priest. The man, now 32, told police in July of 98 that when he was between 12 and 15 years old, Sinisi had sexual contact with him about 100 times. There's no fact in, in the church. 100 times. Police didn't investigate the case and filed it as a suspicious incident because it had happened so long ago that the statute of limitations had run out, said Mike Reed, spokesman for Fort Lauderdale Police. Unfortunately, in this case, there was such a delay in reporting, the only thing we could do is keep it in our records in case something else popped up, Reed said. On August 2nd, as you might know, a complaint was filed with police accusing Sinisi of stalking and sexually harassing a man who lived next to St. Jerome Parish in Fort Lauderdale, where Sinisi then ministered in April of 98. And it goes on and on and on, and what happens is, always happens, uh, the church finds out about it, and they, and they sweep it under the carpet, and they move these guys around, these pedophiles. They keep moving them around from one place to another place. Let them go molest somebody else's children. We'll get them out of this neighborhood. We'll get the heat off our backs. That's the way it works. So once again, like I said, nobody cares about your kids. Nobody gives a crap in America about protecting the kids. And everybody, every crazy person's got a gun. That's the American effing way. And we got all these lunatics, this gun lobby here. Oh, there's nothing wrong with guns. I got an article here, man, that I cut out when I was on a plane going on vacation from USA Today. Canada makes the case that gun restrictions work. This is the greatest thing I've ever read in my life. Very, very simple. Lays it right out there for you, right in uh, red. Red is in blood red, right in front of your puss, which I'll read this in a little while, which I'm sure I'll have plenty of time to do. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Uh, I want to talk, you were just talk, hitting on the point about gun restrictions. You know, it's it's about time we really get stricter with our laws about guns because this is just disgusting. I mean, what, what, 
I mean, if we had gun restrictions, do you think that guy that shot his kid would have been allowed to have a gun? I'm sure he has some prior record or some sort. He, I mean, stuff like that could be avoided. Yeah. And it's just we need we need stricter stricter gun laws. There's no reason for all these nut jobs to be there. Isn't around with any guns. reason for anybody and, to be and, running around with handguns. There isn't any reason unless unless they're like a security guard or has some kind of an occupational yeah. thing and they've got a special license but, to carry it. Other than that, there isn't any reason for people to be packing the but heat. What really pisses me off is how the NRA and a lot of gun nuts uh, use. Oh, it's uh, your right to have a gun. I can bear arms. I can do. You know, I, I yeah, bear in this. Second, it's in the Second Amendment. But you see, these people are so ignorant, so stupid that they don't realize the Second Amendment wasn't made for every idiot to yeah, have. I mean, a we all know that it had to do with the militia. We understand that, but you know something—you'll never. This is a hopeless discussion because it's never going to change. It's so ingrained, and they've got so much I, power. They got all the politicians in their pocket. It's I mean, never going to change. People are really, really uh, starting to. No, I mean, no, I they're, they're, no, they're not. They're not. even after what happened in Littleton, Colorado. Uh, no matter how many of these episodes we have, people are not starting to get up in arms. They showed uh, a couple of weeks ago. They showed the poll about the issues that people are worked up about. Gun control is way down there on the list. That's, well, that's a shame. That's America for you, man. That's the Wild West mentality. All right, all right, Neil. Okay, good luck, pal. Later. Okay, get yourself a nice bulletproof vest for the holidays. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the uh, AT and T line, which used to be also the Mobile One line, but isn't anymore because Mobile One has uh, got problems, as some of you pro- probably know. But uh, that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes in the competitive world of uh, whatever it is. So, like I said, pound five sixty on the line. for Neil Rogers. He's in the his out. WQM Canada makes the case that gun restrictions work, says Paul G. Labity in USA Today, Tuesday, August 31. On the op-ed page, Paul Labity is a freelance writer living in Lincoln Park, Michigan, a suburb of Detroit. He says, I was crossing the bridge that spans the half mile of the Detroit River, a physical buffer separating Detroit from Windsor, Ontario. The lineup at the Canadian Customs checkpoint was unusually long. Inching forward, I finally arrived at the customs agent's booth. Citizenship, he asks. United States, I reply. Are there any firearms in the vehicle or on your person? No. The customs agent shined a flashlight behind the seats as he circled my car. You're sure? No long guns, handguns, shotguns? No, none. No ammunition, bullets? None, I replied. After a search of my trunk and a last looking over, he waved me through. I later found out the reason for the guard's concern. Someone had been caught with a gun in Windsor. In Canada, that's all it takes. Its strict policies on gun ownership are strongly enforced and get progressively tougher and even more stringent laws set to go into effect in the year 2001. To argue against the results of their efforts would be foolhardy as their statistics are too impressive. 
Now listen to this, okay? Listen very carefully to these numbers. In 1997, Detroit had 354 firearm homicides. Windsor, a thousand yards away, had only four. Even taking into account the population difference, Windsor's population is about a fifth of Detroit's. The comparison is still staggering. So that means if you're up there 4 to 20, it's 354 to 20. And as of July, with Detroit opening its first casino, both cities have legalized gambling. It'll be elementary for gamblers to calculate on which side of the river the better odds lie of reaching your car in the parking lot unscathed. For many Americans, the Canadian solution of handgun bans and restrictions is at the least unpalatable and at the most unconstitutional. Instead of dealing with a situation directly and restricting civilian ownership of handguns, it's become fashionable to pick the group of, of, of one's choice and point the G-accusatory finger, the NRA, profiteering gun manufacturers, absentee parents, genetically flawed children, paranoid gun owners, lazy teachers, a fast and loose legal system, and a society of victims. A multiple-choice public indictment of blame in which, since everyone is at fault, nobody is accountable. The recent school shootings in Colorado and Georgia have many laying blame on the media, pointed to television and movies that glorify violence and gunplay, and music that's designed to incite a riot of anger, resentment, and sarcasm in youths who are barely off their training wheels. But if these mediums are to blame, then how do the youths of Windsor have such immunity? They watch the same TV stations, go to the same movies, listen to the same music as Detroit kids, and yet they have a juvenile crime rate that is a fraction of Detroit's. The lack of availability of handguns is certainly uh, playing a role. According to the Office of Juvenile Justice, in the United States between 1983 and 1993, juvenile homicides involving firearms grew 182%. By contrast, only 15% increase was seen among homicides involving other types of weapons in the U.S. from 1985 to 1995, 52% of all homicides involved handguns compared with 14% for Canada. Canada's willingness to accept gun restrictions might rise from its history. The settlement of Canada's Wild West was far different from the settlement of the United States. In Canada, wherever settlers moved west, law and order was already in place in the form of the Hudson Bay Company. From that spawned a culture that was more structured, less creative, less violent, and more likely to look to establish authorities for the settlement of disputes. In the United States, however, as the settlers moved west, they found virtually no law existed, causing them to take matters into their own hands. Thus, a culture was spawned that was more independent, more creative, more violent, and more likely to settle disputes themselves. And when an abundance of numerous and easily available firearms are factored in, the results can be bloody. According to statistics, Canadians, Canada in 1997 had 193 homicides by firearms. That's the whole country, 193. The United States had 12,380. It's hard to change a culture, but clearly the easy access to firearms has to be addressed before we can expect any significant drop in our homicide rate. I used to be a member of the National Rifle Association. I had the logo on my car, was skilled in the party and thrust and the parry and thrust of debates, and was saturated with persuasive data from this organization, which covets statistics more than Major League Baseball. I'm not a member anymore, not because of any complete radical shift in beliefs, but more from a weariness, a battle fatigue of being caught in the no-man's land among the immutable NRA, the anti-gun lobby, and the evening news lately filled with terrified schoolchildren, emergency response crews, and black-clad SWAT teams. Perhaps the time has come to lose our Wild West roots and at least look at to put some of the same restrictions in our guns that we put on our automobiles and the family dog licensing and registration. On my way back to Detroit, I stopped at the American Customs booth. I faced a U.S. Customs agent. Citizenship, he asks. United States, I reply. He waves his hand to pass me on. And I couldn't help but wonder whether the next students getting diplomas would be the class of 2000 or the class of 357.
What a great article in USA Today, August 31. Right on target. Oh! 354 homicides in Detroit, firearm homicides in 1997, four in Windsor. And if you've ever been there, if you've lived there like I have, Windsor is right across the Ambassador Bridge, right across the tunnel. You can throw a rock from one side across the Detroit River to the other side. They're watching, like he says, the same TV shows, playing the same video games, the same movies, listen to the same goddamn music, and they're not blowing each other away like uh, life is meaningless. How do you explain that, all you gun squeezers out there? How do you explain that? Who's the scapegoat now? Except you crazy people that have turned this into a goddamn slaughterhouse. And, and none of you people care. Everybody thought, oh, after that Littleton thing, and it was right there on television live, and we all watched it, and they wrung their hands, and we went on for weeks and weeks and months of gnashing of teeth, and then we had to have the coverage of them going back to school. Everybody thought, oh, well, if anything's ever going to do it, that's going to do it. The people really be pissed off. Are they pissed off? No. Do they give a rat's ass? No. No. Life is as cheap in this country as uh, as water out of the faucet. It's meaningless, like stepping out on an anthill. That's how much value human life has got. You know, like I said yesterday, punch out those babies, punch out those babies, and if they're getting away, well, drown them, suffocate them, uh, throw them in the woods, throw them in the lake, blow their brains out. That'll teach him. He won't do that again. These are not the acts of civilized, sane people. These are the acts of crazy, barbaric people. Civilized people don't do these things. And you folks, you're so goddamn used to it, you don't care. Maybe that punk will call me again. Oh, yeah, will you go back to Amsterdam? Did I see anybody get shot while I was there? No. Did I see a gun? No. Did I hear a gunshot? No. Did I read a story about anybody getting a shot no. or a knife no. or murdered? No. No. That was only 10 days. Can you imagine 10 days here? When's the last time we went through 10 days here in South Florida? Forget about the rest of the country, just here in South Florida. When's the last time we went through 10 days without somebody getting blown away? Anybody remember a 10-day period? No. No. I bet you if you checked with law enforcement in South Florida and Dayton Broward, forget about Palm Beach, just Dayton Broward, they couldn't give you a 10-day period in the last 10 years when there wasn't at least one homicide. Thank you. 21 before 11 at 560 WQM. You know, 1043 at 560 WQM. So I go through, I, I folded that thing up and I put it in my suitcase and made sure to save it because I read it on the plane going on vacation. And I come back and I read it and take a look at this response. Yeah. You know, this is the third straight day here, the third day in a row, and I'm convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt. The Neil Rogers Show on this radio station, it's over, baby. It's history. There's not one call on the board here. Is the, is the transmitter on? Do we have any ideas? The transmitter on the air? Is this? Uh, are we uh, functioning here? Are we? Is this just a joke? I mean, this this is just un, this unbelievable. Even I can't believe this. What's the point? What's the point? I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here for the next three years, coming in every day to collect a paycheck, batting my head against the wall, trying to force feed people to call and make a, and have an opinion about anything. Can't do it, baby. Cannot do it. Will not do it. Will not do it. This town is butcherous. You people are unbelievable. Yeah, that's one thing to be indifferent, but it's another thing to be a professional ostrich. Your heads are buried so deep in the frickin' sand. It's, it's, it's terrifying to me. There is nothing that can move these goddamn people. Everything with them is a game. Everything that with them is just killing a little time. That's why most people came here, okay? Just to ride out the rest of their pathetic little lives. And here I am facing three more years of this. You've got to be nuts if you think I'm going to do this for three more years.
after these last two days and now the first hour here today. If this was any kind of a place with any kind of living and breathing people and thinking people with all the folks that we allegedly have listening, according to all this bogus research, any one of the things that I brought up here this morning, we'd have a, a, a zillion people on there waiting to talk about it with something to say. But not here. Not in La La Land. What do you think about the Dolphins' chances? <laughs> what do you think about that De La Hoya fight? Yeah, I heard that crap yesterday on the way home. I heard that garbage. And believe me, garbage would be a compliment. Here's a mobile in North Miami Beach. Hello. Can I have a T-shirt? Ha, ha, ha. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Mobile in Miami. How you doing, Neil? What Hello? can I do for you, sir? Nothing. Uh, I was just listening to you about the uh, about the guns and stuff like that. I'm a I'm a fisherman. Fisherman. I go out uh, fishing, and I guess you could possibly think that, um, like, like when fishing, you know, people like the fish down there have to like, uh, you know, predators and prey. I guess the people with the guns are the predators, and the other people that are leading a normal life are the prey. <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's kind of crazy. When people... Yeah, I don't see too many people getting murdered with treble hooks though lately. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Have right, a great have day. A good... Okay. Be sure and watch where you stick your worm. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yes. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, I haven't caught a whole lot of this morning, but I did hear you talking about the violence and what have you. Um, what What would be your proposal? Uh, what What do we do to to end the this kind of violence? What do we do? Take the guns away? Take take away all of these guns. Take away uh, Saturday night specials. Take away all these assault weapons. Get uh, And unless somebody's got a permit to carry a gun, take a look at what they're doing in Canada and other civilized countries and make it extremely difficult for anybody to have a firearm. Right. That's what we do. Well, they did that in England. They took away just about everything. And violence, violent crime in England has tripled since they've done it. Yeah, and what about in Canada, which is a hell of a lot closer than England? You know, and and just I make a point. Did you hear the article I just got through reading my NRA friend or not? No, uh, I didn't hear. No, what what happened in Canada? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the uh, mobile line. Here's Lauderhill. Hello. Oh, Neil, how's it going? Okay. Great See, this, I mean, I just got through reading the article five minutes ago, so this guy, he hasn't even been listening long enough to get the gist of it, but all he heard me say was some anti-gun line, and right away he's calling in with his goddamn NRA propaganda. He's probably got his leaflet out right now getting ready to read from it. Go ahead, uh, sir. That's what I was just going to hit on, Neil, that uh, looks like that guy's getting his information from the NRA instead of from the real facts, because in England, just like many other free nations in Europe and Canada and such, one thing you didn't mention is that hunting is legal, and so are hunting rifles. Nobody's going to take that away from you. You want to go hunting, that's fine. But deaths in England and Canada and other places from handguns are not just less. They're significantly less than anywhere in the United States. And that's one thing when you were talking about it before you didn't mention is that, yes, nobody's going to take away your hunting rifles. The AK-47 and Saturday Night Specials, that they'll take away. Yeah. And let me ask you this here. How many people need to have hunting rifles to uh, survive in this country? How many people are living in the wilderness and need to go out and hunt uh, hunt down dinner? Um, not many. They, they do uh -huh. it for sport, and sometimes, you know... Sport, like, that's great. But, like, I, I could see how they would want to have uh, 
Well, you know Nothing something, I can see how a lot of people want to have a lot of things, but the most important thing is that civilized people should want to live in a country where other people aren't going to blow their crap away, okay, sir? That's very simple. There's nothing convoluted about it. There's nothing complicated about it. People who are civilized, who value their own lives, don't want to live in a country where every crazy person can run around with a gun. Whether it's a rifle, a handgun, an Uzi, this has got to stop. This is madness. And you're mealy-mouthing around. Yeah. They want to have. Well, you know something? Tough crap. There's a lot of things I want to have, too, and I'm not going to have them. What I'd love to have is a civilized society of people who have some value on human life. And especially people who can't defend themselves like old people and like little kids who are getting blown away every single day, and you don't care. It's a big, big, big joke. Hey, can I have a T-shirt? <laughs> yeah, that guy's still squeezing himself out there. Probably ought to send him the T-shirt so he can wipe himself off with it. He's squeezing himself so hard. Very funny, pal. Really amusing. That's why this is La La Land. That's why this place, everybody laughs at this place. Like that thing with the Pan American Games. There's a letter to the editor in a paper this morning. I wouldn't even waste my time reading it on the air. It's so pathetic. It's so typical from some professional Cuban about, oh, we should have had the games here. So then when all these Cuban athletes defect, then we can have them here. We have to be more careful, uh, more clever. There has to be, a, you know, a method to our madness. Not because it would be good for the community and for the economy to have the Pan Am Games and not for this to be a censor-ridden banana uh, republic. Not for that reason, no but for some other psychotic, selfish reason. Here's a mobile in Fort Myers. Hello. Uh, is this Fort, the Fort Myers? Yes, sir. I'm sorry. I'm going through a toll booth right now. Um, Neil, I, uh, I am so depressed listening to you read these articles and talk about people killing their babies. This is unbelievable. And people think guns are good in this country and that we should be able to get guns. It should be nearly impossible for the average guy to get a gun. I don't care if the guy charges someone $10,000 and have a psychological profile done to each idiot trying to get one. I should not be able to walk into Kmart and buy a shotgun shell, box of shotgun shells and a shotgun, and walk out and go pick my target. It's right. insane. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of people killing babies, raping babies, having babies, and no one's doing anything about it. The people should be killed. If you kill a baby, Susan Smith should be dead. I knew when those babies, when those kids died, if you, you, can, if you know somebody's got that tape of her at that uh, the, um, news you know, she's on the news talking about losing her babies. She smiled, Neil. She smirked. And I sat there and told my wife right there. Yeah. I said, that crazy bitch killed her babies. Mm -hmm. And this is insane. And she's alive. She's sucking up money. And there's and, yeah, and the taxpayers are paying to, to keep these people yeah. alive, too. It, I'm sick of it. It's a bunch of crap. I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to make it harder for some jackass to walk into Kmart and buy a rifle. I don't know how to do that. But I know one thing. Any asshole out there that thinks he can just should be able to walk in and buy a gun go shoot a pheasant, you know what, he can kiss my ass. Exactly. Because this country is going to hell. Let him kiss the pheasant's ass. Yeah. Let, yeah, let him kiss the pheasant's ass. Fact, give, I, the, give the gun it, to the pheasant and let the pheasant shoot his ass. How there you go. Time? You want to hunt? Go hunt a bear with a buck knife. Make it an even battle. Okay. Take the chance of dying yourself. I, all right, Neil, thanks for letting okay, me uh, air my opinion. Bye. Five six seven zero five sixty pound 560 on a mobile uh, line, whatever line. And I'm going to have to get in the habit of not saying that. Because you know what happened to Mobile One. Oh, don't say that. Next thing you'll be saying, Roy! he's looking for a job at Waffen down the other end of, on the air. You'd think that a guy like him that's uh, basically just a figurehead here gets paid for walking around basically doing nothing. You'd think he'd be pretty happy, but evidently not. But who am I to say? It's just a rumor, of course. Here's a, a Mobile and Coral Springs. Hello. 
Hello, Neil? Yes, sir. The problem in the country is everybody's greedy, and they just don't give a damn. And if you go to Canada and you just walk around the streets of Toronto, look how clean it is. Right. Why can't you go to any other major city in, in the United States, or most major cities in the United States, and see the same thing? They just don't give a damn here. It's unfortunate, but everybody's gotten greedy. It's clean, and they it's, want more it's and clean more and, it's and more. Safe. You can walk the streets in Toronto any time of the day or night. Anytime. You can go take the, you can take the subway any time of the night. Right. Take it anywhere you need to go. But they just don't care here. And it's just it's never going to change because the politicians that come in office. So, are not so how, how can these people thing. get upset with me when I tell them this is a horse crap second rate country? How can they get upset with me about that? I want to live because somewhere where the people are civilized. Because they can vent on you. If you, were, if you were Jeb Bush on the radio right now, they'd be calling up telling you what a great person you are. Because it's all a bunch of crap. They think they're going to get something in the end. What yeah, they're going to get done? something in the end, all right. Wreck them. Exactly. Okay, pal. All right, Neil. See ya. God save the queen. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line, mobile line, mobile uh, online. Here's North Miami. Hello. Miami? Yes, sir. Neil, it's, I'm a gun hugger, and I'll tell you why. Uh-huh. It's, down on 79th Street, back when you were on Q, uh, IOD, yeah. the the day after I left there, I I don't know if you remember Landry's Restaurant. What what, what restaurant? Landry's. It used to be the next to the crab house there. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, they got knocked off. Two guys got thrown in the cooler at gunpoint. These guys are, you know, uh, a week later, a lady got shot at the bus stop. That's a bus stop that I used to go to every day. Mm -hmm. I'm from Maine. In Maine, we don't have to tote guns. We have guns. We don't go around shooting people. I've gotten down here, and Neil, I've been robbed three times since I've been down here in yeah. five years. I got on the metro rail. Oh, let me ask the, you this. What's the difference between Maine and here? People don't go around shooting people. They're civilized. And why is that? Do you think that there's a difference in the composition of the population in Maine damn and what we have skippy, here? Dad. You're damn skippy. Uh -huh. I was down on the metro rail down by the Miami Herald on the uh, people mover there. Uh-huh. It's an overtown takedown. These guys pulled guns on me. If I hadn't, I faked an that I had take a gun. And it's the got only a certain thing ring with you. Uh -huh. I think people should be allowed to arm themselves. I mean, granted, your story is, is awesome. The, the Detroit, across the line in Canada. But, Neil, how are we going to keep guns out of the United States? They're already here. Yeah. No, I, I'm not saying that there's any answer for it, but Jesus Christ, you think people start getting pissed off about oh, it. God and, and damn, least, you know, I want to be able to protect and, myself. And just in I've the last couple of days, we had, we had the three-year-old kid that got shot and killed on uh, Sunday, I think it was, and then on Tuesday we got the five-year-old boy that gets shot by the father because he's pissed off at the mother, and he's going to show her a thing or two. I mean, this goes on here every single day, I just here. Neil, I mean, people got to be responsible. I'm all for legislation. Hey, that's, legislation I wasn't a dumb hugger until I came down here. And I came down here, and I got robbed three times. God damn, yeah. I'm going to be hugging my gun, Dad. Yeah. I'm going to be hugging it. Well, let me ask you. Do you have to have automatic weapons to defend yourself? Hell no. Well, then why the hell is it? Why the hell are people buying those things at gun shows still? They, I agree with you. I think it should be outlawed. But don't take away the guns from the decent people. I want to be able to protect myself. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I've been robbed three times yeah. since I've been down here. Over time. Five years. Care. Five years. Three times in public places. Yeah. 79th Street, down by the Miami Herald. I mean, public places. I've been robbed. No, don't times. ever go by the Herald. That's the worst place. Damn Skippy. Okay, pal. All I was doing was coming from work. Damn Skippy. Okay, hang in there. Okay, good luck to you. He's from Maine. Damn Skippy. Five six seven oh five sixty. You ever heard that before? Damn. No. I had a dog named Skippy. Well, actually, my mother had a dog named Skippy. She had him put to sleep. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound five sixty on a mobile line. It's ten fifty six at QAM. Oh, now. 
Dr. Jeremy Burnham with a dramatic reading of No Scrubs by TLC. Dr. Burnham? A scrub is a guy that thinks he's fly, also known as a buster, always talking about what he wants, just sits in his broke ass. So no, I don't want your number. No, I don't want to give you mine. And no, I don't want to meet you nowhere. No, I don't want none of your time. And no, I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me, hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holla at me. No scrub. No scrub. No, no. No scrub. No, 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 no. No scrub. No, no. No. <laughs> no. It's 11 uh, 1 at 560 WQ. And that's another group, by the way, that better not get any awards tonight is uh, TLC. Oh, God. Gag me with a spoon. But at any rate, you know, I'm looking at the picture, and I know this. Be, a lot of people like to call me a racist, whatever. Go right ahead. Be my guest. But there is a disproportionate amount of these kinds of stories in this country involving exactly what you're doing with your face right now, involving uh, people of color. And I'm looking at this story from Little Rock, Arkansas. And, yes, Susan Smith that I mentioned before, she was white. She was white, and she blamed it on some imaginary black person. But there is too much of this. What kind of culture do we have in black America? What what do we got? Of course, in Plantation here a couple of weeks ago before I went on vacation, those, that was a white guy, remember? And the NRA people were excited because he killed his kid, didn't even use a gun. So they were real thrilled about that. Oh, you see, it happens once in a while without a gun. All right. But there is something desperately wrong. When you've got, you know, it used to be people were concerned about somebody else killing their children. Now they're killing their own children at epidemic proportions. And I would say, you know, and again, just picking a number out of my head, I'll be, I'll be generous. I'd say 75% of the stories that I see here in South Florida, these kinds of stories, that the people who are accused are of color. Does that mean that more white people are getting away with it, that we live in that racist of a society? Or is there something basically wrong in a culture where people are baby-making machines? And by the way, this particular couple that have been accused of uh, tossing the 18-month-old kid to die in the wilderness and pro probably uh, tossing his two-and-a-half-year-old brother to a death in a lake in Little Rock, they don't have the same last name, by the way. I just mentioned that in passing. That's another American epidemic, kind of like the father of our country there, who's making babies left and right. God, Alex Ware and, Ch and Chantilly Harrell, accused of leaving their toddler son to die in the woods, also suspected of drowning his brother. They do not be married, but they be having babies, which is now the American effing way all over the place. Baby-making people. Here's a mobile in Davy. Hello. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir. I'm a 58-year-old black man who lives out here in Davy in a trailer park. And I've been listening to your show. I have to tell you, I have to keep the gun. I need to keep the gun. Yeah. To protect myself out here. Protect yourself from what? We have a lot of these redneck cowboys out here. They, they break in my house three, four times already. Uh-huh. And I, I shot one. I'm still looking for the other two. Uh-huh. Okay, well, call us back after you get them. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile line. Right. Evander Holy Molyfield, his name escaped me for just a moment, the father of our country, who's had like 427 kids by 427 different ones, plus a few by his wife or his ex-wife, whatever it was. And now he's a preacher, baby. He's a preacher. He's out there moralizing to everybody else, telling them to do God's good work. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning. Buenos dias. Uh, the 
did you happen to see a segment here a month or so ago on 60 Minutes on the concealed weapon permit in Florida? Yes. Uh, Leslie Stahl, which she's a resident of New York State. She took the course for X amount of dollars, whatever mm-hmm. was charged, not even being a resident of Florida. They took the course. It was a course class mixed up of a mixture of half men, half women. The instructor gave the course, and not once during this two-hour period were these people even handle a pistol. Right. Even handle a gun. Right. And they were issued licenses to possess these weapons now. And when the class finished, the instructor turned around to him. It was just like if he was a flight instructor. He instructed these people. They're now pilots, but would he fly with them? And, of course, the answer was no. Why cannot they give a little more stringency for these people that own possess these weapons. Well, let me ask you this. Would anybody uh, give you a driver's license without at least taking a test? It may exactly. not be a very good test, but they sure as hell wouldn't give you a driver's license without taking a driver's test. That's exactly right, Neil. When you get a driver's license, you route and have to prove that you can you drive. See, you see, these NRA people with their Second Amendment phony arguments, they, 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 they present this kind of image of a country where you should be able to walk into a 7-Eleven just like you can buy M&Ms in one counter and buy guns and, and ammunition in another counter. Without any restrictions whatsoever. And as you, as you said, Neil, when you have to go get a driver's license, you have to get in the car and physically drive the car. And prove right. That's right. And show, and show that you're proficient, at least enough down here, which isn't saying much, but at least enough to uh, wheel that thing around on the highway. Exactly right. Now, these people, they possess the license to have the gun. These are the people who are leaving the guns unattended in the home where the children are picking them up. It's trying to make me ashamed to be a resident of Florida. Okay, pal. Have a good day, Neil. Good luck to us. I don't want to get too morbid or maudlin here today, do I? Uh-huh. No, I don't. Talk about the MTV Music Awards later. I'll give you my picks. My picks for each award? Okay, so anyway. Let's go to a, a mobile in Miami. Hello? Hello? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, what do you think about this new law going through, uh, putting the, the penalties for using a gun in a robbery, shooting a gun, or shooting somebody? There's, what's it, 10, 15, 20? Mm-hmm. What do you feel about that? Do you think that's going to slow down some of these guns? No. No? It's not going to, it's not going to stop people from killing their kids with guns that they have laying around. Yeah, but it might, it might make them think a little bit harder. Do you think that this guy that shot his five-year-old son yesterday that in, in the middle of an argument with the, with the wife, do you think that he would have thought harder about, do uh, you think he's even thinking about how much time he's going to have to do? No. Nope. What, what kind of a person, sir takes a gun because he's having a, a domestic dispute with his wife and blows away a defenseless five-year-old kid. What, is that a thinking person? Is this somebody who's got reason? No. no. So how can, how can we allow this person to have access to a gun? Well, that's the foundation of the country. We're a revolutionary government. We took over government with guns. You gotta go back to the that's beginning. That's the foundation. Yes, yeah, sir. Let me ask you: If we changed anything, we also had slavery back in the days you were talking about. We also had right. women, women didn't have the right to vote. You know, as as time goes on, you have to evolve. You have to make laws based on the reality of the life that you're living in, and not something that happened 200 years ago. That's a tired old argument. Well, yeah, that's a tired old argument. And back and back in the day, and, and back in colonial days, by the way, sir, a very small percentage of the population had any firearms. Oh, I know. They weren't uh, very easy to get hold of. Right. They weren't very easy to get well, hold of. Well, here we but... are with 270 million uh, people and 232 million guns, which averages out to about one per every adult. Uh, it ain't working, pal. No, it sure is not working very well. I have to uh, agree with you on that. But you got to start somewhere, and hopefully this will be a start. People oh. will get an idea. Maybe don't do that. Okay, anything is better than nothing. 
You got that. Okay. Thank you. See ya. Five six seven oh five sixty. Can't beat a man because you got the politicians, and then this is a disgrace that you people out there allow this to go on because you don't care. I just don't understand what kind of people I'm living with here who think that this is okay. Like the article that I read to you from USA Today said, here you got one side of the Detroit River is Detroit, Michigan. The other side is Windsor, Ontario. In 1997, 354 people get blown away with handguns in Detroit. Windsor has a fifth of the population. Four people get killed in the same year. So you multiply times five, it's 354 to what would have been 20. You see a little bit of a discrepancy there? And let me say it again, the people in Windsor are watching the same TV shows, the same movies, the kids are listening to the same music on the radio, playing the same video games, and they're not blowing each other away. Because they don't have, for number one, maybe they also have a different cultural upbringing, which wasn't in that article, but very definitely is true, because the Canadians aren't a violent people like the Americans are. But even if they were, they don't have easy access to guns. Oh, well, we don't care about this. We just want to know, is the stock market going to go up today? Nine minutes after 11 at 560 WQAM. Gordon gives South Florida a major blowjob. Listen to me. This is Stan Weinstein for Sofa King. You understand? Where everything is held to the high Sofa King standards. The selection isn't just huge. It's Sofa King huge. Believe me, you'll never shop anywhere else. And Sofa King's prices aren't just low, they're Sofa King low. You'll never find them anywhere else. Listen to me. When I say Sofa King has a beautiful store, I mean Sofa King beautiful. When I say the staff is helpful, I mean Sofa King helpful. Listen to me. Get to know the Sofa King and enjoy a selection that's Sofa King huge. A staff that's Sofa King courteous and prices that are Sofa King low, you'll never shop anywhere else. But don't take it from me. Take it from satisfied customer Frank Einstein. Uh, Sofa King good. You said it, Frankie. Sofa King, good. You said it. 11.15 at 560 WQM. we got Hank Goldberg at Flagler this afternoon from 2 to 6. 5 to 6, we'll have Bino <laughs> Cook talking college football. And speaking of college football, you got your hurricane hotline from 6 to 8 from Monty's in the Grove. And then 8 o'clock till 10 tonight, we've got uh, blank. Maybe we'll just sign off for two hours. we got nobody to do those two hours. And then 10 to 2, Ed Kaplan at the Princess Casino for all the degenerate gamblers out there. Maybe that woman uh, will call in Ed Kaplan tonight, the one in Chicago that uh, suffocated her little kid so she could get the $200,000 insurance policy. Maybe she can call in tonight. Here's a mobile in Hope Sound. Hello. Oh, Niels, God. Yes, sir. Hey, man, I tell you, uh, I think you'd be able to just wave your hand and solve all the world's problems. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, there's just too many handouts out there. Too many people want something for nothing. They don't want to take responsibility. I just. Uh, well, what does that have to do with shooting your kids? Well, the, the problem is with all the problems and laws and everything on the book, everybody gets away free from it. They don't get, they don't have to pay for their uh, yeah. bad deeds. Well, there's no question and, about that. Well, and, listen, we got to have all those jail cells for the marijuana smokers. Don't you understand that? Wait, yeah, the guy that crossed the street on the wrong side or something. Right, the jaywalkers. Yeah, it makes a hell of a lot of sense. Right. But you know, a crazy and the smoke club people, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, you got that. You know, somebody drinks beer after twelve o'clock. Uh, the crazy people are going to be crazy no matter what, but there's just too many of them in this country now. They just they're not being taken care of. You know, they got to put them away. Okay, pal, I'm getting a butterfly net. I'm going to go out and round them up after work. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile line. Does that make me a racist because I said uh -huh. the way it is? Oh, too bad. 
See, how come it was the same way when I was in Amsterdam again? I made special notice of that this time because I try not to be bigoted. But how come it was that the, uh, the, the only people I saw creating problems out there in the streets, the only people I saw being taken away by the Amsterdam police, and I don't, I don't think that they're uh, legendarily uh, racist over there. They have a reputation for that. Or a dark complexion. What is, it, what is it in black culture? And, how, and, and interestingly enough, in countries where they do educate their uh, black people, Canada where they don't have a lot of black people, but I was mentioning this just a few weeks ago. You take a look at Peter Worrell. Here's an article today in the paper. Worrell gets a chance on the top line, which he won't last there. But nevertheless, he speaks like uh, like I speak. Donovan Bailey, any other Canadian athletes, Grant Fuhr, any of the hockey players who are black Canadians, they speak like I'm speaking. They speak the same way as everybody else here. They don't speak bubonics. They aren't uneducated. And I hate to break the news to you, but the less educated people are, the more likely they have uh, to be leaving their kids in the woods and throwing them into a lake. Not that Susan Smith was trailer trash, of course, or anything like that. Uneducated people making babies. That's the American effing way. And how about just like this kid? I mean, just the story since I've come back. I came back on Monday afternoon. Today is only Thursday. And just the stories I'm hearing about since I came back are enough to make you want to get back on a plane and say, just take me out of here. I don't care where. Just get me the hell out of here. That Haitian kid that uh, that got hit by the uh, the car and is in a coma still. And the foster uh, mother, well, uh, they couldn't be bothered reporting that he was missing. And even when they found out he was in the hospital in a coma, they slammed the door into people's face. Don't bother us. Uh, we'll get. We'll take care of it. Not. I mean, it's easier in hell to make babies. You know, you can call all the time and give me this faggot stuff. Thank God for us faggots, okay? At least we're not making all these unwanted babies. Hallelujah to the faggots. That's what I say. Hallelujah to Ricky Martin, right. Although the Pope, he still hasn't figured it out that it just don't work that way. You can't make a baby in your family. He still hasn't figured that out. Here's Bay Harbor. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, let me try to... You know, ask, answer this, uh, the, the question about the blacks. I mean, I'm, I'm not black, but, you know, I live on the south side of Chicago, and I live here in Miami now for four years. And, yeah. And I think, um, you know, the thing is blacks don't give back to the neighborhood after they become successful, at least. I you mean, mean, you mean like few, O.J.? Well, there's a few, like t- Tim James. He'll give back to Liberty City and whatnot. But, yeah. you know, until, I, I agree with you, until blacks prove me otherwise, when, when they move in, whites run, mm-hmm. and everybody else runs and the neighborhood goes down and it's almost like it, you know everything just turns into you know what and so i mean i guess i guess the, that that's that's what that happens when you know with the, with this town with this town i don't know if it's a you're going to get more crap happening down here than you will in a lot of the northern cities because you could you mean more than in Detroit or Chicago? Well, Detroit I don't think Detroit so. Detroit has a Detroit has always had a problem because see Detroit downtown and the city proper is destroyed. It's a war zone. Right. But Chicago it's been they, that way for 32 years since people right. decided to burn up their own city. Yeah. They ran they ran out. Yeah, mm-hmm. they ran out. Now now with Chicago they they at least tried to build up the downtown and now all of a sudden Hyde Park over there by the University of Chicago is becoming worth something again because yeah. they're taking it back. But see, I, I, I'm, I'm a gun owner. I'm a gun owner. Well, all the dark it. folks jammed in a Homewood and Cicero there in the Chicago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I own, I own a 357. And you know what? I own it because I'm, I'm afraid of uh, random acts of violence. You know, And you know what? I, I guess it's just like one go- gun 
creates another gun. It just feeds off another. When we, you know, when somebody sees something on the TV about somebody getting, or even listens on the radio about on 79th Street, hell, I live in Bay Harbor. When you think about that, one time two years ago, I was I was at the light at 79th Street and then Biscayne. There's these two guys chasing each other with handguns in their hands. Mm-hmm. They just they running right across the intersection. They weren't shooting; they were just running. I was like, what the, you know, what is this? And if you don't think immigration has an effect on... They were probably just trying to find Sonny's market. <laughs> I mean, immigration has a huge effect in Miami. It's, yeah. And it's almost like, you know, and you know, a lot of the, a lot of the, my Cuban friends that, that their parents immigrated here, you know, in the, in the late 50s, I can't believe it, but they, a lot of them carried guns in their trunks. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a totally different way of looking at things. Well, that's that redneck thing again, you know, it's that macho redneck thing. I don't know what, yeah, the macho male thing. But it's like I was talking about boxing yesterday and how barbaric it is, and, yeah. and, and I was listening to Hank, and most of the – I'm not saying that only Cubans are into boxing because a oh, lot right, of Anglers right. are into it too, but Cuban men especially are heavily into boxing because it's that macho thing again. Right. You know, let's beat the crap out of it, you know, and uh, sit there and ooh and ah in front of the TV set and see how much blood and guts we can see. Yeah. It makes you feel like a real man even though you're not. You know? Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean – it sounds like we can both solve a lot of the, the world's problems, but, you know, after I'm done with my master's at UM, I'm debating whether I want to stay here because, you know, I don't, it's a I'll tell you one thing. It shouldn't be a very long debate. <laughs> it, no. It, the thing is about here is the weather is, is just the, the best. But when I first moved down, you know, as you talk about this Broward thing, I, I lived in Broward when I first moved down, but when I started to go to UM, I, 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 lived in, I live in Bay Harbor now. But, you know, Broward... And Palm Beach are just totally different environments. Um, they're slower. They're older. I don't know, they're older. Not, yeah, they're not real this, old. There's Ancient. Not this, uh, there's not this rage element. You know, you know what I mean? Rage element. Yeah. Well, it, it's hard to be that angry when you're old. You know, and even if you are that angry, it's hard to do anything about it. Hey, I love your show, and thanks a lot. And have a great day. Too. And good luck to you, sir. You'll need it. Hey, we got the uh, for the first time Panthers preseason broadcast here on QAM September 16th against Nashville. Joined in progress after the Marlins game, of course, because everything takes a second seat to the Marlins games. That's what us cavemen say. September 17th, 21st, and 24th games, all the 7:30 starts will be on Waxy 790 with Jigs McDonald, my good close personal friend, Jigs McDonald, old hack, but good guy. He's a good guy and much better than uh, Christina Moore, old hack. Now, you know, come on, be nice. Can't you be nice? No, just for once. Five six seven oh, and I'll tell you who's great is Mark Vandermeer, who does the U of M games. A lot of people have told me about that. I haven't heard his work yet, but I hear he's dynamite. Nice going, Greg. It's about time he did something that had to do with radio. And where's my Backstreet Boys tickets, by the way, Mister Hotshot? Well, I'm telling you, that man. I'm I'm so livid. I'm just foaming at the mouth over this guy. Here's Hialeah. Hello. Hey, how's it going there, Neil? Okay, sir. Hey, how's it going there? Let me say it again. Great. Yeah. What do you call it? Well. What about this guy who came off the uh, off the raft over here or something got caught and his mom went out there in Chrome Avenue for a hunger strike? And then yesterday he got busted, or the day before yesterday he got busted, snatching a chain off somebody? All right. Great. Remember that? Yeah. So so what, what's going on with these people? Well, what do you mean, what's going on with it? What, what does that mean? Well, instead of... You don't understand. We have a responsibility. Hey, hey, stupid! We have a responsibility to let every... What is that? What is going on here? That's him. Oh that's, oh, that's you? Oh, okay. That's him doing that? I'm wondering where Football. the hell this is coming from. Well, a lunatic. Well, he's in Hialeah. What do you expect? He's in a foreign country. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, hello. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Hey, I want to say something about the gun issue. Uh-huh. 
basically all these people, you know, they got the Cubans, you got the Nigs, you got all these people that come in in this country that even check for backgrounds, you know what I'm saying? Half these people with the bad things are the, with the guns are the, the, the uh, Cubans, the minorities, you know what I'm not they saying? Are? Yeah, you gotta look, look at, look at the high and all how that. Many of this, how many Cubans are living in Little Rock, Arkansas? They're killing their kids in the woods. How many oh, I Cubans agree with that. Yeah, you, you got a point there. You got a point there. Yeah, huh, yeah, you got a point too, pal. It's right at the top of your head. It's called a dunce cap. Oh, here's that spot, by the way, on MTV, Abercrombie and Fitch with the wrestlers. And if anybody oh, just ended, God, it's a good thing I saw that on there again. Abercrombie and Fitch are God. Oh! Make no mistake about that. Well, an old fag like me, I would say that, wouldn't I? But if you have any doubts about the faggery of wrestling, high school, college, or professional wrestling, but especially, oh, man, just take a look at that Abercrombie and Fitch spot, and you'll say, oh, yeah, Neil's got a point. Uh-huh. You'll be saying it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You'll say it. In fact, I look at some of the wrestlers uh, <laughs> in that spot, and I say, uh-huh. yeah. 26 past 11 at 560 WQM. Are we going to solve this problem here on the radio? No. No, but at least get pissed off about it, okay? At least get your blood, at least get your goddamn body temperature above 60 degrees would be good. We don't expect 98.6. We don't even expect 98 degrees. And how come they're not nominated tonight, by the way? You jackass. Oh, yeah, I know they're no Lauren Hill. Yeah, she can sure sing, can't she? No. Couldn't sing her out of a paper sack. That's our poll question today, by the way. Who's more embarrassing, Ricky Martin or Lauren Hill? He's got a better haircut. Marginally. 26 after 11 at 560 WQM. Oh, by the way, Enrique, I hate to break the news to you. You're, I know you're doing great. You got that $25 million contract. I love you even more than ever. You're gigantic all over the world by La Mo's and the video. But that haircut's got to go, sweetheart. He's got, he's got that. Remember, Luis had that for about five minutes until somebody told him that was that faggy Italian haircut? You know, that's what Enrique is sporting these days. Well, it's probably, well, it's kind of like the Greg Reed haircut. 26 after 11 at 560 WQM. You Beautiful singer. 
I've taken a special note this morning, by the way, but as usual, we haven't had one woman caller on this, because any time I bring up a subject about crime and little kids being killed and shot, et cetera, do we have any women call? No. No. Kind of interesting, isn't it? Maybe the women out there, maybe uh, most of them are just baby punching out machines, just kind of masturbation receptacles. There you go. So at any rate, uh, Madonna, by the way, that video is up for one. Where the hell is it? Oh, best female video. And that's my pick, by the way. I love that video. The song is very good. The video is sensational. Now, what are you, what are you turning your nose up? I don't like I her. was nodding. No, you were giving like me like video. that. Eh, you know, like that. Austin's funny. Well, best female video, Lauren Hill, doo-wop that thing, that thing, that thing. No, forget her. Jennifer Lopez, if you had my love. No, her it's are too small. Madonna, Beautiful Stranger, which is... No, the Jennifer Lopez video, I will say this, it's, it's well done. Well done video. It's well done. Made video. her look good. But I like Beautiful Stranger. And Britney Spears, Baby One More Time, which we just got through watching. And that's not her... That's not the one you'd vote for. No. The other one with the green Sometimes. thing. Sometimes. I know the new one, Crazy, with the green thing. Well, that, that's too new. And I'm sure that a lot of guys are crazy seeing that. And, of course, if you watch Baby One More Time, was that the name of the one, the first one we just yeah. watched? Yeah. Her first video, that was before the uh, boob job, before she got the big it's that she did. See, George is conjecturing, did she just wake up one morning and they kind of like, <laughs> overnight? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. No, no kidding. So was I. You're just embarrassed that I repeated it on the air. That's what you're embarrassed about. Robbie on the spot, says uh, Michael Russo. And by the way, Hull is in Quebec for the guy that called yesterday. You were in Quebec, sir, when you called, not in Ontario where the Panthers are doing their thing. Now, Robbie on the spot. Michael Russo, he ought to be embarrassed again. Every year, how many years in a row is this? About 100 years in a row we've read the same article about how Robbie Niedermeyer is on the spot, and this is the year he's going to be tougher and more aggressive. And uh, Yeah, right. Give me a break, okay? All, all you got to do is just reprint the same article from last year. That's all. Where are we going? We're going to uh, Miami. Hello? Hello. Yes, sir. Could have gone to Windsor by now. Uh, are you still looking for front row Bastard Boys tickets? But what do you mean am I still looking for? Well, I'm in my buddy's office. He's got, his company's got tickets. He'll give them to you. He'll just trade you for something you'll want to trade for. Front, row, front row center. I'm supposed to, front row center? Yes, first row center. Well, what am I going to give him? I'll fax you over the tickets on your fax. You'll see where the tickets are that they're in the front row. We'll fax you the seating chart and you'll see where they are. Right. Just maybe a few live spots. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm serious. I can't do that. You no, know, they're going for $1,000 a ticket. Well, Greg Reed claims that he's got the tickets for me, but, of well, course, I haven't seen hiding or hair of him. He doesn't. We've got – there's six front row seats left here. Well, fax them over to me. Fax over the uh, thing. I'll fax the tickets over. You'll see exactly where they are and, and go from there. Okay. Okay. Well, do you, do you do I talk to George about the fax number? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, give him the number, okay, and tell him they better be damn good. I'm going to give him live spots. 567-0560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile line. Here's a mobile in the Homestead. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, in the state of West Virginia, you can indeed walk into a 7-Eleven store and buy ammunition. All right. Not only that, you right can buy... Right next to the M&Ms. Yeah, uh, no, actually, it's uh, just across a piece of clear plexiglass from hard whiskey. They can sell whiskey in 7-Elevens. Jack, <laughs> in, yeah. Jack Daniels like and Wild Turkey. It's like you're in guns. I like it. It's beautiful. Uh-huh. Right. Jack Daniels and a uh, case of shotgun shells to go, please. Nice. I love it. It's redefining convenience stores. Okay. Thanks, Neil. See you in uh, Charleston. Well, what a horrible place that must be, huh? West Virginia. I think I've been through there, like, real fast. 
Hey, are we going to uh, what's it called to uh, Mississippi? By the way, no, Biloxi. No, come on, let's go. You got to be more adventuresome, man. Tell everybody, then you'll be able to tell everybody what a great place it is. See, what that guy who called me yesterday doesn't want to understand, and what evidently a lot of other people don't understand. If you've been to Las Vegas, going to Vegas just doesn't mean walking into a casino and playing what craps or uh, roulette or blackjack or slots. That's going to Vegas is an experience. You don't just walk into, like he keeps saying, oh, well, the one place is just like being in Bellagio. I don't even like the Bellagio, okay? And for that very reason, because it's generic, it's sterile, it's like the inside of a Band-Aid box, you know? I mean, it's glitzy and it's brand new and it's got, you know, all kinds of sparkly stuff, but it could be any place. It's generic. But they just don't get it. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile line. No women. Nobody cares if uh, they blow your kids away. They're all sitting out there, mm, like that. Of course, George likes it when they go, mm, like that. 22 before noon at 5. Oh, by the way, where the hell is lunch? What lunch? I don't know, but we better start thinking about it. I'm out of practice for this. I'm fat as a cow. I don't really care. Well, then don't get any, okay? You'll just sit there and watch me. I've done that many I a day. I Atkinsy. How about uh, some subs? Some Italian, and see, I don't want to get started with this again because you just don't understand it. How is it possible for anybody to be so I can understand not it. to understand? I think we demonstrated the last time, just like yesterday. Remember Atlantic City substance here, I which I love. Huh? Do you want me to tell them to just bring the um, the sandwiches that we like, as opposed to those other ones that we don't that we just pick around? Now, who are you talking about? Atlantic City subs. Well, why can't we get Chuck some Italian subs, or we can either one? Whichever one will be here soonest, which I would think would be Chuck, since he's right across the street on the corner of Ives Dairy Road and 441. Okay. Okay, what? I'll call Chuck. Yeah. Can't they just send us a bunch of Italian uh, subs, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Sliced up with toothpicks and not with the stuff taken out and put in the, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure they could swing that. Great. And if not? 21 before 12 at 560 WQM. You're a bastard. Hi, I'm Ed Buford of Buford Liquor and Guns. We have the largest selection of booze and firearms in the state and will personally assist you in choosing the correct alcoholic beverage and weapons for your next outing. Going squirrel hunting? Then you'll love our low prices on schnapps and hand grenades. Living in the city? Check out our deal on handguns and California wine. Maybe you aren't interested in hunting or self-defense. Maybe you just like to get drunk and shoot at mailboxes. Well, we've got gallon jugs of wild turkey and 44 magnum shells on sale this week only. We're open 24 hours, we never check IDs, and we're NRA approved. So come on down to Buford Liquor and Guns, where everything leaves loaded. All right, 1143 at 560WQM. By the way, you NRA people, you can save your energy and your fax paper, our fax paper, too, because I don't read your faxes. That's where I'm writing the circular file as soon as I see what they are. I don't waste my time with the reading faxes from mental defectives. Anyway, be sure and join QAM Broadcasting Live from Hockey Fest 99 this Saturday from uh, noon to 5 p.m. Enjoy interactive games, meet the Panther players, and much more at the National Car Rental Arena. 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one, a mobile line, mobile online. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, two things. First of all, the lady who, uh, the, the foster mother, she did notify the proper authorities. The police never, I mean, that authority never notified the police, so she was right. Um, Secondly. Yeah. um, I was born, I'm born and raised here. I was born and raised in Carroll City. I tell people that 
Um, when I grew up, there was cows across the street from my house. I mean, I actually, you know, it was, you know, there was nothing. It was actually in the rural areas. Uh, I mean, people don't believe me. Back in the first wave of Cubans, when they came in, they started throwing up these matchbox houses. It was an all-white neighborhood. All of a sudden, here comes the Cubans coming mm-hmm. in, and you're right. Here goes the white people started moving out. I'm, you know, my parents were one of them. Mm-hmm. Right after the, the whites started moving out, the blacks started moving into the area because the, they were driving down the cost. The Cubans were driving down the cost of the house. So, you know, you are right on that aspect. And as far as you know, the the gun control and the, and them issues like that, I just it, it just blows my mind. That uh, anybody can walk at the, like the other guy said. I can walk into Kmart or I can walk into Target and I can buy a gun. Walk out on the street and just start shooting people. Yeah, it's just mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you have a bad, if you have a bad day in the stock market, just go into the office and start blowing people away. Exactly, exactly. Right. As, as much pressure as there is on people in today, I mean, especially there's more pressure on people today in the workplace than there was back 10, 15 years ago because everything now is bottom line. It's always been bottom line. But, I mean, everybody's downsizing, and, you know, it's just it's astronomical. And, I mean, it's, it, there's got to be some kind of control over this. I appreciate it, Neil, and you have a good day. And back to you. All right, bye. Okay. Starting to slim out again real bad. Five, six, seven. Have we had one woman today yet? No. I'm embarrassed for you people, you know, you mothers out there. I'm really embarrassed for you because, like I said, every time this kind of thing comes up, there's not a single woman that's got anything to say about it. Oh, well, you know, guns, that's a man's issue. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Sure, whatever you say. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile line. Here's Fort Myers. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I just started listening to you. Uh, I live here in beautiful Fort Myers. Everyone is either uh, newlywed, inbred, or nearly dead. Uh huh. And uh, I have to say, well, first of all, I was in a comment and say it's good to hear you instead of rush on AM. You know, and have someone half decent. But uh, I was going to tell you about. Um, I don't agree with you about the, the the black thing so much as being necessarily a black thing. Like uh, it's more of a cultural thing. Like what's going on here in um, in Lee County, for instance, we have um, this thing called LAMP, which is a Lee Adolescent Mothers Program. Yeah. Now, they're not allowed to teach you about birth control in the school, but they have daycare centers at various high schools, so you can the girls can go to school with their illegitimate children. Mm-hmm. Great. And that's their way of dealing with the problem. Uh huh. I mean, isn't that stupid? I well, mean, that sounds like trailer trash mentality to me. Well, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty rough. Uh, Second Amendment's more important than the First Amendment. See, when, you, when you have large groups of un- uneducated people, whether they're trailer trash or whether they're black people who just have had no education and have, uh, you know, don't understand what mainstream values are all about and just make babies and just uh, don't care about the re- uh, the repercussions of it, uh, this is what you've got. I'm really sorry. i got to call me the line. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, I, I'm going to keep listening to you. Fort Myers needs a big, fat, obnoxious gay Jew on the air. Well, you got it. All right. Thank you. See you. Bye-bye. You got exactly what you need. Five six seven oh five sixty. We're going to have a woman here today. You think? No, no. We don't care if you blow our kids away. Okay, we're too busy. We're going to Kmart. We're going to Walmart. They're having a big sale today on douche. Here's a Davy. Hello. Hey Neil, how's it going? Okay, sir. I haven't spoken to you in about probably eighteen years when I was a young fellow. Um, as far as the guns, I agree with you that there's no need for guns in um, our society today. Uh, not for hunting because I mean, how many people are out there eating deer? And stuff? None. I'm a father of a six-year-old child, and from the very start of his, when he was able to understand, I have stressed to him the, 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 the how can I put this, how stupid guns are. I don't allow him to play with toy guns. Well, not just stupid. They're dangerous. They're dangerous. They're invented to kill people. Exactly, and I've, and I've shown, and I've told him stories that's come in the news when little kids get shot. Look, that's why Papa doesn't have a gun in the house. 
Um, and I don't keep a gun also because I'm scared. Um, I don't have such a bad temper anymore, but I remember when I was in the ninth grade, I lived in the projects in Miami, and my mother had a gun underneath the mattress, and uh, two of the black kids beat me up, so I ran upstairs and grabbed the gun and ran back downstairs and pointed it at them. Mm-hmm. And it would, it would have been very easy to pull that trigger, and I haven't touched a gun since then, and uh, if people would really care, they'd get out there and vote on these issues, or they would get their politicians to put the issues they on don't, the ballot. They don't care. Exactly. The American public, these are the most barbaric people I've ever encountered in my life. They, they just don't care. They place no value on human life. Maybe their own lives. I'm not, I don't think even the lives of their kids uh, anymore. They're just their own lives. Just leave me alone, like Howard Beale said in Network, and, uh, and just uh, let me watch my Oprah Winfrey and Jerry Springer, and that's it. That's life. And all you losers and rednecks with guns, grow up, man. The cowboy days are gone. Thanks a lot, Neil. Okay, pal. Bye. Five six seven oh five sixty. It's like taking away their penis. It's like castrating them to take away their weapon. It's that phallic thing. It's the only thing that makes them a man or a close, close facsimile thereof. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobiles. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Hi Neil. Yes sir. If you don't educate people with a decent school system as to the responsibilities for being citizens in a democracy, then you have demagogues like the NRA who come up and try and convince people that they have a right to own guns, blah, blah, blah. And if people don't have an education, they fall prey to this. And that's what's really screwing up this country. Period. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. I don't know how much of an education you need to, have to feel that like there's a value to human life. How much education do you have to need? And, you know, even animals in the wild, you know, they have that self-preservation instinct. It's instinctive. But in America, it's kind of like, well, you know, we're just used to it. This is the way it is. So we, we don't care. Don't bother us with this stuff. It, you know, makes good uh, copy for Channel 7. They like stories like this. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile line. Here's Boca. Hello. Yeah, I'll talk about Henry Cisneros, this guy, the government spent eight million bucks five years trying to nail this guy, lying to the FBI, he pays a ten thousand dollar fine, no jail term, and the girl he's paying the money to goes to jail for tax evasion. Yeah. That's a that's a crime. Yeah. What does that have to do with what we're talking about today? Did he kill well, regarding guns? No, but there's too much money out there. The NRA is packing these politicians' pockets. They'll never change the laws. Our own pre- our own president packs a pistol. That's Monica. Thank you. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobiles. Here's a mobile in Hialeah. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. Here's an opposing call, and I know that you don't like those because you you handle them very uh, defensive. But anyway, I don't handle anything defensive. I listen to anything anybody's got to say if they make sense. Okay, Neil. uh, Don't you realize that in Columbine, they both nineteen gun laws. And if you make more gun laws, it'll take oh, the, listen, the law. Sir, the guns, sir, I'm the not interested in NRA propaganda, okay? If they would just enforce. This is so old and trite. You know, when you're, it sounds like you're reading it right out of the NRA literature. I'm not interested. You're right about that. I'm, call up Lardass Limbaugh, okay, and spew your NRA propaganda. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in talking to people that got their own opinion. Not just somebody that can read something off a sheet of paper that they, or out of a magazine that the NRA sent to them, okay? It's boring. If we could just enforce the laws that we have right now. Yeah, okay. Then that guy wouldn't have blown away his five-year-old kid the other day. What the hell was he doing with a gun in the first place? That's the question civilized people have to ask themselves. Not are we enforcing the laws that we have right now, but why in God's name do civilized people walk around and when they get pissed off, blow each other away? 
and blow their kids away. And like I said, we don't have one woman called this show today. Don't ever, ever again try and give me a song and a dance about this big closet female audience we got out there because, quite frankly, they ought to stay in a closet. If they're out there, they belong in a closet. Well, here's one, finally, a lady in Davie. Hello? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I'm trying to talk to a schmuck on the telephone. The schmuck on the telephone? Yeah, on on the radio. Oh, you're trying to talk to him? Yeah. You're talking to him right now. Oh, you want? Yeah, the schmuck on the radio. Yeah. Uh-huh. I... She couldn't get through like 13 seconds of the call without uttering a, a four-letter word. Five, six, seven. Go back and make some more babies, sweetheart. Like I said, we still have another call from a real woman today. That was no real woman. That was like, I don't know what that was. Although I think she uh, said it herself. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the mobile lines. Just amazing, astonishing. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi. How are you, Neil? Okay. Good. I used to live in Detroit also. Uh, some interesting statistics you brought up earlier about the uh about Windsor I think you mentioned like four homicides compared to Detroit of how many 354 in the same year 1997 outrageous yeah I used to face the uh the Windsor skyline right on the Detroit river there and uh it's it's interesting I live I live now here in South Florida and this is the first time in my life I'm 38 years old that I really have considered uh buying a weapon or handgun gun just to um protect our family we have a two-year-old and i am very very concerned with what's happening in this society and especially in south florida and you're right the women uh either they don't care or they're too busy maybe trying to uh, keep up with the joneses they lose track of their kids the kids are in daycare there's no more there's no more families uh i don't think uh Really I mean, when you, when you live in a country, like the thing happens in Columbine High out there in Littleton, Colorado, and, and, and you, you listen to the responses about, oh, well, it's got to be the uh, movies are too violent, or it's got to be these video games, or they're listening to uh, Marilyn Manson. I mean, what, what kind of lunatics come up with idiotic uh, solutions like exactly. that? Exactly. I, mean, I know it's very fashionable to look for scapegoats, but you've got to come up with something a little bit better than that. No, I, I really do. That. I, I do believe that, sure, education has something to do with it in school. But it really starts with the family. I truly believe that now that I'm a that I'm a parent, and, uh, and it has to do with the cultural values that you have in your in your home, in your community, in your neighborhood. Exactly, he said bullhead, and of course we can't uh, say it with the s in it. Five, six, seven, and why can't we say it? Because again, your federal government is more concerned about words that we say on a radio than they are about how many people are running around with every kind of weapon that's ever been invented, blowing each other away. That's the kind of barbaric civilization that we got here in the United States of frickin' America, okay? You got the word police, the uh, tool police, you got the jaywalking police, you got the police sitting under the goddamn uh, thing with a radar gun if you're going six miles an hour over the speed limit. That's the idea of law enforcement. The marijuana police. Craziness. That's the idea of law enforcement is to harass people, to hold to knuckle people under. Because like I've told you a billion times before, and I'll never stop saying it because it's the truth, we live in a police state. But where we really need the police, we ain't got them. It's 11.56 at 5.60 WQAM. Oh! Georgie, 
bushes that his nose is clean and never puts up in it. Cause he's running for the White House, so he just can't admit it. Stone drunk and that's not all, he even downed a few speedballs. In college any drug would do, he even dropped some message too. Why won't George just come out and simply say he did it? He prefers the press would shut their mouths. But it's none of your goddamn business. He did more than what you think. But he washed it down the sink. Does he prefer cocaine to hash? That's the question that he does. Can he make his point much clearer? Like the razor on a mirror. But he wants us to believe that he didn't do anything. Georgie Bush says that his nose is clean and never puts up in it because he's running for WQM, we're only uh, seven hours and 59 minutes away from the MTV Music Video Awards. And we're only uh, just, uh, what, 12 hours, less than 12 hours away from getting that stupid thing off the bottom of the screen. Here's a, let's uh, do a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi. Yes, ma'am. How you doing? Okay. Hey, you know what? I was thinking what you're talking about with the guns and everything. I know you can't change it now, but they shouldn't have made guns bigger and, you know, like the automatics than the police have to carry, you know. And you have a good point as far as uh, where Canada is from Detroit, because I'm from Michigan, too. Uh-huh. And you can't blame the movies or the video games. I think it's the way that they were raised and the values, that the parents just aren't there, not that they didn't care. Right. But if they're just not there because they both have to work or Cause, something. Because, number one, they got an education. They have cultural values that are different. Yeah. They place a value on their life. And then, number two, because they don't have the readily, ready availability of getting of guns. Even educated people get pissed off. Exactly. But if you're pissed off and you have a gun sitting right there uh, yeah. in the house. And when uh, you're older, you can't keep blaming, you know, you can't say you don't know right from wrong. Right. Because even animals have that. That's you know, when right. a dog tears up something, he knows he did something wrong when you got home. You bet. So these people, it's just, I think they just turn numb inside and they don't value life anymore, you know. Well, that makes for a hell of a sad. country, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's really sad. There's no way we can reverse it, really. Now I think it's beyond, you know, you can't just take everyone's guns away because it's always going to be yeah, there. No, it, it's hopeless now. It's uh, it's out of control. You're right. Mm-hmm. But all you can do is just be with your kids and try to do what you can do. <laughs> okay, sweetheart. All right, take care. Okay, there's a lady for you, a real lady. Five six seven oh five sixty. Thank you, Chuck. Here's my good friend Chuck from the Sub Center on the corner of four forty one and uh, Ives Dairy Road, one ninety nine Street, Honey Hill Road. The street with forty five different names. I know there's some days I drive on the street. I got different names for it. See, nobody wants to talk about this cultural thing, but uh, that's okay because I'll I'll be the bad guy. I'll be the bigot because uh, you know I'm just a racist son of a bitch. I'll be the bad guy that says all these things, and you people can say it off the air in private, like I'm sure you always do because it requires balls to uh, come forward and tell people what you really think. Except, of course, we hate the Cubans. You know, you notice, did I say anything about Cubans today? No. No. But every time you get into something like this, it's the same group of rednecks out there. And like I've tried to tell you before a million times, you folks have got so much in common, I don't know what you're all pissed off at each other about. Your politics are the same. You all Lots be sitting around there watching that uh, fight. Tractor pull. Gun. Tractor pull. There you go. The cockfights. Why not invite the rednecks to the cockfights? Cock they They'll bring the moonshine. Remember old Mike Moonshine? Here's a mobile in North Miami. Hello. Hello. Okay, get a phone that works and I'll speak to you, sir. Okay, sorry about that. 5670560, pound 560 on the uh, mobile line. This, uh. Not what you're expecting? Where are we going? Let's go to a mobile in in Davie. Hello. Hello. How are you? Okay, sir. 
Uh, I wanted to tell you about the uh, law in Illinois about guns that, that might help if they could put it down here. Up there, they don't license the guns, but they license the gun owners, and they have to put a fingerprint card in right. to get it, and they get a photo ID with their uh, thumbprint on it, and they can't buy a gun unless they have that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to tell you the criminals still don't, still don't get guns, but at least when they have it, you can arrest them. Right. Amen. Sounds good to me. And I agree with you on the cultural thing. It's oh. a problem. Okay, thanks. All right. Five six seven oh five sixty. What are you laughing about in there? Well, there's just a lot of bread here, okay? There's a lot of bread. Not much else. Can we just... And it's your fault. There's all this bread, and it's sliced up into like 6,000 different... It's your fault. You just can't figure it out. It's sliced up in all these little pieces. That's what you said. It'll be fine. Thanks, Chuck. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, I'm trying to understand something. What is that? Um, you want to, uh, I guess you believe in the death penalty. If somebody kills somebody, a child, you want to kill them, yeah, you want to limit um, guns. Well, what do you mean, how do I explain it? What's, what's one got to do with the other? Well, you're advocating that um, the death penalty, that we should kill somebody, yet you want to limit guns. You're saying that we shouldn't have guns. Well, let me ask you something. Do we execute people with guns anywhere in this country? Is that how we execute people legally? In Utah, there's a firing squad. Yes, there is. Yeah. With handguns? Yeah, with handguns. Yes, they no, do. They don't, no, they don't kill don't people with handguns. Don't you remember Gary Gilmore? He wasn't, he wasn't killed with a handgun. Well, it's a rifle. Same yeah. Thing. It's the same thing? Yes. But the thing is that you can't have one and the other. You're sort of like Oh, so in, another, in other words, if, if we believe in capital punishment for people who kill other people, therefore average citizens ought to be able to run around with guns. That's very logical, That's it sounds right. to me. That's right. Yeah, okay, thank you. Thanks for your logic, okay? Thanks for sharing all of your logic with us. Maniac. You're, you're a simpleton, man. That's a compliment, by the way. 567-0560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile line. It's amazing the, con- the the incredible convoluted crap that some of these people come up with to try to rationalize their love affair with guns. There's nothing glamorous. There is nothing wonderful. There's nothing positive. There's nothing good to be said about guns because guns are invented for only one reason. They're manufactured to kill something. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, I want to ask you a question. I don't want you to hang up on me right away. Uh-huh. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Mobile in Hollywood. Hello? Yes, sir. You know, it's either they get it, Neil, or they don't get it. And what they don't get, it has nothing to do with the guns. What it has to do with with values of what parents are teaching these simpletons when they're growing up. That's the main problem. Either they, either they learn it at a young age or they're not going to learn it because by the time they're 10, 11, 12 years old, it's too late, and you're not going to reprogram a brain that was defunctional from the, from a from a from a base. So, That's in other words, this guy that uh, killed his five-year-old son, he was old enough to make a baby. I notice, although it doesn't take a lot of talent. But the guy who uh, killed a five-year-old son, he didn't know the difference between right and wrong. Is that what you're saying? No, he, he well, he wasn't taught right. He, he he must not been taught right because a person that was taught right, and, and like I know when I was a child, you know, I I feared I feared two people. Okay, one was God. The second one. Was, uh, God is a people? No, but uh, but as it was a, a vision, and the other one was my father. Me, my father was here on earth. I feared him more than anybody else. Yeah. And when and when 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 children are brought up, okay, and this guy that killed this child, he must have gone through something, okay, as a child, 
where his parents must not have taught him that you know you know. A, a so you're you're just assuming that you don't you don't know anything about him, but you're just assuming that you're already making an excuse for him. I'm not making an excuse for him. There's no. Maybe he had a troubled childhood. Maybe he was misunderstood. Maybe not somebody he, called him a bad name one time. You know. Not that he called him a bad name, but he must regarding it, it's taught from it, it's either taught or not taught. That either either you're going to get it, you're not going to get it, and he must have not. Sir, gotten it's it. called placing value on human life, and it is no longer the American ucking way. Okay, sir, it is no longer part of our cultural values. There is no respect for human life in American society. That's a fact. Well, because it, 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 it's a fact because it's not being taught at home. Yeah, it's and not, why? And why not? What kind of what kind of people are making babies then? Well, well, there's nobody at home taking care of the babies. That's yeah. the problem. That's the problem. There's nobody home Sir, taking care of I'm going to give you two words. Keep repeating them over and over to yourself all day. Forced sterilization. Just keep saying them over and over again. That's the only hope for American culture. Forced sterilization. I'll decide, by the way. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the uh, mobile line. What are we going to call that now? The AT&T wireless line until further notice. Oh, like I said on the AT&T wireless line until further notice. Nine minutes past noon at 560 WQM. Hey, how are you airing shit like this? Okay, 1215 at 560 WQM. We got the award-winning Hank Goldberg show from Flagler Dog Track at 2 o'clock, 5 to 6. It's the Beano Cook with Hank Show, college football. 6 to 8 o'clock, Hurricane Hotline with, uh, where is it? At Monty's in the Grove. And then 8 o'clock till 10, we got two hours of dead air. 10 o'clock till 2 in the morning, it's Ed Kaplan at the Princess Casino. If you want to come down between 8 and 10 tonight, maybe we can put Roy! on here between 8 and 10. Keep him from going over down to Waffen, okay? Now, if he leaves, does he have to take that big black uh, thing with him? Is that in his contract? Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Lady in Miami. Oh, hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. The Rain Princess. I'm also a mother that wants to comment on the, gu- on the gun thing. The Rain Princess? Yeah, that's me. Okay. <clears throat> I have children, and they have this... They have this... They have this... They have this commercial out when there's, like, this little five-year-old boy putting books up on a shelf, and he finds a gun, and the, and the commercial says... If you think your kids are too old, are too young to find a gun, then think again. Mm-hmm. And okay, I know when I was five years old, and there was a gun in the house, I would have found it even if they hid it on the roof. So I just want everybody out there to know that has kids and a gun, they will find your gun. Don't do it. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Sure. How about mandatory trigger locks, huh? Oh no, we don't want that. Why not? Well, because we're the NRA and we're crazy. It costs like less than five bucks, and they work. Five six seven oh five sixty. You see, when you get to the point where you're against any kind of restriction, 
any kind of imposition of any uh, regulation, then you show that you're crazy. You're certifiable. You're unreasonable. You're, you're obsessed. And that's the NRA. Here's a mobile in uh, Coconut Creek. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I want to talk to that schmuck on the radio. Okay. How are you doing? Speaking I have a very, I have a very interesting point to bring up. Uh, I would like to uh, voice my displeasure with the media for glorifying all of these people who get shot and killed and blown away, and this one blew his thing off, and uh, this one shot him in the public, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting increasingly tired of this. If it bleeds, it leads mentality. Yeah. And, and it's. Well, that's what the people are watching, just like they're watching Jerry Springer, man. Exactly, and that's the same point that you're trying to make, that we've lost all respect for human life, of course, because we see it on the news every single night. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that's why, but people want to see it on the news, and that's why it's there. Let, that's let why it's there. Let me tell you, after porno videos, the biggest selling videos in all video stores in America, snuff films, Faces of Death Parts 1 through 500, those are the biggest sellers. They have waiting lists for months, people trying to get to rent the, those Faces of Death Parts 1 through 5 million. Does that, tell you how sick, does that tell you how sick the American public is that they want to rent videos to watch other people being killed? <laughs> Most of it's fake anyway. Believe me, I'd rather shoot off my uh, my my thing than shoot a gun. Let there me you go. You. Yeah, but that see now that's on American man. Now now you're getting into trouble. Uh oh. Talk to you later. Okay. Yeah, you better go register that piece. Five six seven oh five sixty. That's right. We got the turgidity police in Broward County, by the way, in Pompano. If you have a, an erection in a goddamn adult establishment, you're violating the law. If it's harder than a bread box, if it's harder than a piece of Wonder Bread, you're in big trouble. You're in deep hit. Not to be confused with deep throat. But if you're gun, they don't care how hard that is, then that's a whole different story. We have no problem with that. Don't you understand? It's America. Bring them on in. And then we'll go over to Miami International, and we'll watch them smuggling all the heroin and the cocaine and hiding into the food cart. See, they told us that time I went to Toronto on American Airlines, it was the food service that was being delayed. In the, it was not the food. It was the drug service that was delayed getting the stuff on the plane. Not the food service. The drug service. Are you ramp rats? Take out another full-page ad in the newspaper, okay? And you know what? They'll still call people ramp rats because nobody trusts anybody over there anymore and probably with some very good justification. Remember back in the early days when Chuck Swillery was the host on Wheel of Fortune when it was a bomb? And instead of getting the cash at the end of each round, uh, they would have a cash amount and they would go shopping. And Chuck would say, okay, Joan, let's go shopping. You have 25 Let's go shopping. That's what they do at Miami International Airport. When they're a little bit bored or maybe they just, uh, you know, need some extra cash for the weekend. Let's go shopping. Let's rifle through everybody's bags and see what kind of goodies we can steal out of there. In between the other guys, the ramp rats, while they're loading on all the heroin and the uh, cocaine to get on a goddamn plane. And maybe a few hand grenades in the overheads. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. Hand grenades in the overheads. Nice going, American freaking airlines, and you wonder why the public is pissed off. I mean, it's not bad enough you can't get any a flight off the ground within an hour of being on time. But hand grenades in the overhead? They should go in the seat in front of you. That's the... right, Dave. Even you should know that the hand grenades are supposed to go under the seat in front of you, not in the overhead. They could fall out when you... That's right, and hurt somebody. When you go up there and open up, they always make that announcement. Be very careful when you open up the overhead bin because that loo those loose hand grenades could fall out and kill somebody, and a pin might slip out. But if you got it nice and firm on the ground in front of you there and behind the seat in front of you, then you can keep your eye on it. 
And I don't know about you, but when I'm on a goddamn commercial aircraft, I like to be able to see those hand grenades at all times. I don't want a bunch of loose ones in the overhead slipping out just at the wrong moment. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. On Friday, the day you left for vacation. Yes. 300 Metro Day police swooped down on Kendall for 20 hours. To do what? To achieve the single lowest one-day crime rate in Kendall. Yeah. And this is what Did they, they also close down the hooker ring down there on the same day? Or? Well, this Maybe is that's what, what they, they were doing down there. They put cones in Kendall Drive, and as you're driving along, they stop you. And they ask for your driver's license. And then they, while they're checking out your driver's license, they're profiling you in the car. Oh, great. Now, they don't let, they, there's something they don't like. You go over to a bank parking lot where five or six cops go through your car looking for stuff. Right. This is what they bust. Maybe, maybe they were going shopping. They busted people for bad tint. They bought, they got a little pot. Oh, they had the window tinting police there that day. All yeah. right. A little pot and a little coke. Mm-hmm. And they busted and put people yeah, in jail. Guys who, uh, tradesmen who didn't have the name of their company on their van or pickup truck. You were arrested and put in jail for that. And now let me say, let me tell you, what people don't believe that we're living in a police state, they're up their freaking rocker. Right. And, I'm sorry to say it, but I'm holding on to my gun until crap like that is no longer going on in this country. Okay. Later. See ya. Gene Kendall. Five six seven oh five sixty, and that—that's a hot one too, by the way. Always, always like you know, take the light off yourself and uh, shine the spotlight on everybody else to try to deflect the criticism. We hear any more about that prostitution ring with those underage prostitutes in Kendall? No. No. But if you got a little bit of wacky weed, yeah, man. Oh, and by the way, the guy that punk that called here had spent two weeks in Amsterdam. That said, "Screw you, Neil." Before I went on vacation, screw you, man. You're an asshole. Remember the one that was telling me, "Oh, too much drugs and it's filthy." It's not filthy, number one, and number two, there aren't too much drugs, just enough. Yeah, that's right, just enough to keep everybody in a real good mellow mood. Not too much. No problems. No problem. Like I said, a few of the Schwarzes there, a few of the Rasta guys, you know, they're out there crack. You know, they're not too crazy about that. And they slept those guys away. But other than that, no problem. They come with the street sweepers, and the, and first they sweep all the garbage off the streets. They got a zillion uh, places for it to put it. Like, like in Toronto. The reason Toronto is the cleanest city uh, of any major city in the world is because on every major street, they got all these receptacles where you put the trash. And people aren't a bunch of slobs. They have a little bit of pride in where they live, and they throw their trash in the receptacles. And guess what? The streets aren't like a toilet. And so in Amsterdam, they come along, and they early in the morning, they pick up all the bags of all the garbage, and they come with the sweepers and sweep all the stuff off the streets. And then they come along with the uh, with the spritzers. What do they call those? Where they like uh, wet, wet down the streets. And by the time you're up and about in the morning, it's as clean as could be. There's no problem there. So I don't know where the hell you were hanging out, pal, but uh, you're full of crap. In addition to which, I talked to several people. They said they don't want you coming back. I said, you know the guy that called me? They said, yeah. He's an asshole. They all told me that. So stay the hell out. Go to someplace you'll fit in, like Paris, where they throw all their garbage on the streets. You'll fit in perfect there with those pigs. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. What are the gun laws like in Amsterdam? What are the gun laws like? Nobody has any guns. Oh. Only the cops. Really? Mm-hmm. But that was real inconvenient in the late 30s, early 40s. Meaning what? Meaning if they had guns... Well, let me ask you something, sir. Did yeah. they have guns in Germany? 
Yes, they did. And did that help? Did that save them from the Nazis? No, the people were in favor of the Nazis. Uh huh. So what are you talking about? Well, I mean, you're all over the boards as far as what you're proposing, as far as gun laws. I wish you'd settle down to something. If you just want to outlaw handguns, sir, let guns... me let me say it again. I'm not going to change anything here. You don't have to get all paranoid and work yourself into a sweat about it. My paranoid, sit... and I'm not sweating. My sitting here talking on the radio. I'm just that's a talk show. I'm expressing my viewpoint. That's all. If that makes you psychotic, so be it. But that's just the way I feel about it. I don't want to live in an environment where a bunch of irresponsible, crazy people are running around with guns. If you do, that's your privilege. Well, what about normal people? Can they have guns? Uh, well, let me ask you, how do you find out who the normal people are? Do background checks, things like that, which yeah. they're not doing now. Do back, well, How about this guy yesterday that shot the five-year-old kid? What if they would have done a background check on him? Would they have found anything necessarily? Do we know? Maybe maybe so, maybe not. We don't know. Well, we don't know. Yeah. But, uh, the fact is, sir, that this country over a period of many, many years has demonstrated very clearly that the populace as a whole, the populace is not mature and responsible enough to have easy access to weapons. Is that why they don't have an answer down? The populace isn't responsible enough to have They don't want them. They don't want them, and they don't need them. They did in the late 30s, early 40s. Okay, late 30s and early 40s. There we go again. And let me say it again. They could add all the handguns in the world, and when the German tanks came in there, it wouldn't have done a bit of good. You don't you don't defend yourself against tanks with, with handguns, moron, jackass. Same line. They're just a typical gun hugger with the same one or two lines. They keep repeating it over and over again. Oh, sure would have helped them in the late 30s and 40s. Yeah. Lunatic. Maniac. I say the only people who should have guns in this country are the Sicilians. That's right. At least they leave everybody else alone. 26 past noon at 560 WQM. How does... Okay, is that the end of the queue? Because George is in here giving me a song of the day. I mean, uh, what's his name? Sam. Well, no, I was gonna, I was gonna play a thing there, but Sam is in here hocking me a China can. I couldn't, I had the monitor down and it must have, we're giving away a dodge? Yeah, dodge this, okay, Sam? Dodge that. I thought you said you weren't giving me anything to read on the air here. Didn't he just get through saying that? Uh huh. Bullcrap artist, bullhead artist. Win a new $30,000 Dodge Ram pickup truck by registering at any South Florida Shell gas station and Dodge dealers or see it today at the Shell gas station on Calle Ocho and I-95 between 1230 and 1:30. Like right now. Or at Potamkin Dodge North between 2:30 and 3:30. With QAM staff registering you for your chance to win from Shell gas, Dodge dealers, and QAM. Well, did that make any sense to you? No. No. But at any rate, I read it. Oh, now, oh, and now this Norma Kent is faxing me this stuff. They're wasting our fax paper that I don't want. Five, six, seven. What, what am I going to do with this now that he couldn't bring? He's coming over later on. Why is he wasting my fax paper? To make it look like he's doing something constructive and positive now, which I don't believe anyway? So what about those MTV awards tonight, huh? Sam's puts in his vote for best dance video, which I saw last night. One of, they don't have that in the paper because they're too embarrassed. Guess who one of the nominees is? Jordan rhymes with light night. You ready for that? <laughs> yeah. Best dance video. She couldn't dance her way out of a paper sack. Best video of the year. Here are the nominees. Number one nominee. Yeah. Winning in a, in a cakewalk. The other nominees for video of the year. Lauren Hill's doo-wop. <laughs> like that. Freak on a leash, corn. I, if I could tell you how I eat corn, because one thing about corn, it comes in the same way it, it goes out, the same way it went in. Sure, it's special. Ricky Martin, living la, licking La Pinga Loca. 
and Will Smith featuring uh, Drew Hill and Cool Modi, Wild Wild West. So there's the tough kind, the stiff competition for the Backstreet Boys. No chance. You are. So they got that one wrapped up. Viewer's Choice. Guess what the first nominee for Viewer's Choice Best Video is? My fire. Backstreet Boys. Then Jay-Z featuring Ja and Amel LaLion. Leah, what, what is that? Amel Nitrate? Can I get a corn freak on a li- What is that? I don't understand. Can I get a uh, freak on a leash? Uh, Ricky Martin, Lickin' La Pinga uh, Loca. Instinct, Tearing Up My Heart, and TLC, and No Stubs. Like I said, piece of cake. The one. Yeah, like I told you. Best female video, Lauren Hill. That thing. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez, If You Had My Ass. Madonna, Beautiful Stranger. And Britney Spears, Baby One More Time. With all due respect to Britney, who I'm sure everybody loves, uh, Madonna should win that, shouldn't she? Shouldn't Madonna? Uh-huh. Beautiful Stranger. Hands down. Your pants. Best male video. Nominees are uh, Lickin' La Pinga Loca, Ricky Martin, Will Smith, Miami, and the winner, uh, Lenny Kravitz, Fly Away. And the winner easily will be, well, let me give you a clue, okay? As to the winner ought to be on this. My anus. Eminem. My name is Anus. Best new artist in the video, uh, Kid Rock. Oh, 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 lunch is coming back. I hate Kid Rock. And you know something? I say that we have Nick and um, Jeff from 98 Degrees as the permanent host on TRL and get rid of goddamn, what's his name, Carson? Because Carson, number one, he looks really bored. He is boring. And number three, uh, he starts giving his own opinions. Like uh, which Nobody cares about that. He's supposed to be impartial. All those punky little kids and all those old fags, we're supposed to be the ones that call in and get our favorite videos on air. Not Carson. He's supposed to be the goddamn uh, whatever. In all fairness, there should be a balanced ticket, though. We want a chick instead of those two. Uh... How about one of each? Nick and, okay, Nick and uh, Brittany. Okay. And then maybe like in between when things got a little dull, I could like do it. I know he's into it. He's up to it. I'm not so sure about her. Uh, okay, let's see. So best new artist in the video, we got uh, Kid Rock, Jennifer Lopez, if you had my ass, Instinct, Britney Spears, baby, one more time, and the easy winner is, of course, beyond a shadow of a doubt. My anus. Eminem. Best group video. Here we go. Number one nominee is Desire. So do I even have to give you any more? Limp Biscuit. Oh, my God. Don't Please, don't do it. Not after lunch. Uh, Instinct, tearing up my heart. Sugar Ray, every morning in TLC, no scrubs. Looks like a runaway to me. Yeah, no contest. Best R&B video. I, uh, I, how can I have an opinion on that? Best rock video. Limp Biscuit and Nookie. I'm gonna let me say it again. If they, if that, if that wasn't in there, there nobody would have even bought the record if he didn't say Nookie in there five thousand times. It, it, it's a piece of crap. Even uh, Fred, what's his name? What's the lead singer? Fred. Oh, yeah. See, you didn't even know what his name was. Even he said that last night. He said, God, I can't believe people are playing this crap. Corn Freak on a Leash, Kid Rock, uh, Bawit uh, Daba, whatever that uh, thing is, Lenny Kravitz, Fly Away, and The Offspring, Pretty Fly for a White Guy. I vote for The Offspring. I love The Offspring. And by the way, the kids are not all right. 
Best Hip Hop Video, Beastie Boys, Buster Rhymes, Lauren Hill, and uh, TLC. God, I hate TLC. Best Pop Video, here we go. Guess what the the uh, first uh, nominee is? When I say I want it that way. And Jennifer Lopez, if you had my ass. Ricky Martin, if you had my mouth. Um, instinct tearing up my heart. And Britney Spears, baby, one more time. Looks like a clean sweep for... The Backstreet Boys. Okay, we'll find out tonight. And by the way, if you're worried about Tom Green, his show will be on at 12.30 after the MTV Music Awards. But Tom Green will be on the show in case you haven't seen in the promos five million times already. Yeah. Here's a mobile in uh, somewhere. Hello. Longo. Just as I was about to put my finger on it, they hung up. I think they were in Fort Myers. Can't blame them. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi. It's worth the wait. Um, I violently agree with your position on guns, but I think it's a gender thing because I've always been anti-gun, and usually in my discussions with men, they became so enraged. Oh, yeah. I would have to back so down. So only women and us fags are the ones that are against the guns, and the real men, they're gun huggers. But it was like a masculinity compensation. But my, my point was, when I first moved down here, which was early 70s, I was a victim of a violent crime. And, uh-huh. of course, I called BSO. And their advice to me was to get a gun. And Isn't that great? And I know at this point in my life, I can't even see to shoot one, and I wouldn't get one anyway. I guess I guess they're the guys that put the BS in BSO. I reckon. Uh-huh. So keep up the good work. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. They put the BS in BSO. Oh! Five six seven oh five sixty. So what's for lunch, George? And pound five sixty on the uh, AT&T wireless line. You're you're smiling. I'm uh, dead serious. And quit putting your finger on the edge of your uh, tooth like that. It's starting to look like Austin Power. Okay. How's Frau Farbissina doing, by the way? My good, the close personal friend. And again, love and kisses to our good friends at Radio X over there at Nova Southeastern University because you guys have got great equipment. You're kicking ass. People at Piper High, even though they hate us like poison. Do we ever hear from the kids at Piper High anymore? No. At KPX? No, that's because they're on a different level. They're like on a real radio station. We're over here on QAM. And not too happy about this Greg Reed business either, I'll tell you that. You know, it'd be nice if he gets me those tickets. And he did get the exhaust fan. When I left here yesterday, I went in there to take a leak on the way to Mommy's house. And, oh, what a difference. But, you see, something that might actually have to do with the radio show, with the radio station, with the radio business, that might be nice. Okay, Greg, do you follow what I'm saying? No. I didn't think so. I mean, exhaust fans in the toilet and uh, tickets for the Backstreet Boys concert, that's about the limit for Gregory Benjamin Reed. That's about as far as he goes. I'll tell you about it. Oh, look at that. Look what's on there right now. The offspring. So like I said, Nick Cigars is where you'll find some of the best smoking pleasure that's legal anywhere in South Florida. That's right, it's still legal. Even though if Ken Jenny finds out that we're smoking some of this stuff in Broward, he'll probably be pretty pissed off and fired up about it. Suck it in and hold it. Oh, my wife says it really hurts to blow, you know? Why? Does she have a really small mouth? What? No, she's got a cold and her nose is all rough from the tissues. What the hell are you talking about? Make an ass of yourself at work today. Uh, the, uh, same thing as you. Yeah, that's what I mean. Then try a do-over. What does your mouth have to do with blowing? Medically proven to erase up to 24 hours of memory. Wait a minute. Do-over. Ah, oh, you sick bastard. For when you're really f***ed up. Crop 44 at 560 WQM. So we have an Offspring CD for me that Tracy Neely sent us. Well, it's about time she did something good. 
Like I said, it's about time she did something good and came through because usually she's, uh, you know, I don't want to say the word. Here's a mobile in North Miami. Hello. Yes, Neil. How are you today? Great. Neil, you're, uh, we're talking about guns today, so let me just add something to it. You know, Neil, 30 years ago, there were the same amount of guns in the house there is today, and you, everybody's talking all that you has, that about not, that's not, That is not true at all. Uh, what, it's not? No. Okay, well, uh, you might not believe it, but it is true. Anyway, again, just because you say that it's true doesn't make it so. The statistics show very clearly that that is not true. But anyway, assuming that it is, which it's not. Okay, anyway, you're talking about education, educating these people about guns in the schools. Let me ask you this. I, what, didn't, what say, is, I didn't say educating them about guns in the schools. Well, what has the schools got to do with it? No, I'm saying educating the people, okay, bringing weapons to school, these kids. What about... What's your opinion about bringing back the paddle in these schools for discipline? Okay, we've got a new form of American duel. The teacher's got a paddle and the kid has got a 357 magnet. Oh, the paddle didn't work too good. God, if he would have just held it up a little bit higher. Oh. Dang. Here's Overtown. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Uh, I was just calling, you know, to, um, you know, put my insight on it because, you know, it is really bad with the guns and everything going around. It was an incident where these guys, um, they actually, like, you know, she had on a, you know, a very hot dress on or whatever, you know, walking and talking with her friends. And these guys, you know, they just, you know, I guess one of them went up and touched her. Mm -hmm. And she, she apparently had a gun on her, but at the time she didn't pull it out, but this other guy did, and he, he, he like, pulled it out? Yeah, pulled out the gun pulled and like, the gun. Yeah. and like, you know, like, took a, took a shot over where she was at, and then yeah. you got this other damn fool over here telling her, now why don't you shoot back, and I'm like, why the hell would you invite her to shoot, you know what I'm saying, to shoot back, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, maybe she might have had better aim, she probably would have, only hope, yeah, Jesus Christ, you know, but, you know, like you said, man, you know, it's just no type of control at all. You people know, people shoot each other over parking spaces, over the kind of thing that you just told me. Right. I mean, you know, all you got to do is get a little bit pissed off, and right away it's an excuse to pull out your piece and blow somebody away. And, and these people that keep arguing who are the gun lovers, uh, they just are in denial. They just, uh, it's like this stuff doesn't go on. Exactly. I mean, it's bad. You know, and then, you know, I stay in Overtown and everything like that, but, you know, it's just, you know, it's just pathetic, man. People, you know, they just... They just go off for the littlest thing. I mean, anything can just piss them off. Somebody cuts right. in front of them in the car. Uh, exactly. All the more reason why we can't have uh, crazy people with guns. All right, now take it easy. Okay, pal. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. We're only seven hours and thirteen minutes away from the MTV Music Video Awards tonight. Anybody ready for that? No. No. Come on. Come on, they're hyping the hell out of it. Even on CBS this morning, they're hyping it because they're all whipped up about their big merger with Viacom. You see, what's going to happen, boys and girls, I hate to break the news to you, but pretty soon there's only going to be like four companies in the world. And they'll own every business, every broadcasting, every part of the media, every uh, supermarket, every department store. There'll be four companies in the world. And if anybody believes that's a good thing, then uh, we'll get you a discount lobotomy at Kmart, okay? Here's Boca. Hello. Hey, I have to agree with you on that uh, large company thing. Terrifying. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Great. Um, you know what I did for that? I just, um, with my mutual funds, I put it all on large cap investment and international. So right. 
figure it's going to happen, so I might as well make money off it. Right. But uh, I had my two cents thrown about the guns, too. First of all, when they wrote the Constitution, the people who owned guns, they had to own land. They were usually, they had to vote, which were usually white males. Right. No Jews or Catholics. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, get real. Don't hide behind the Constitution because most of these idiots don't have a pot to piss in to own the guns anyway. Yeah. So I'm all pissed up, pissed off and fired pissed up. Pissed up and fired off, yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. Something like that. Okay, pal. Take care. Hang in there. All right. Take cover. Yeah, we're not going to say take care anymore. We're going to say take cover. Not too late. Damn it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line as we solve the problems. And then, well, you know what really cracks me up? See, if I'm one of those NRA people, if I'm one of the gun nuts, I don't I don't care that Neil Rogers is on the radio spouting this stuff because what difference is it going to make? It's not going to make any difference. But when you're that insecure, when you know in the back of your mind or in some part of your mind, whatever you have left of your mind, when you know that you're full of crap and that you're defending the indefensible and you're totally twisting and distorting the the intent and the meaning of the Second Amendment, then, uh, you know, anybody who even mentions it gets you uh, psychotic, which is why I got that fax before that I tore up in a million pieces and didn't even bother reading from the lifelong NRA guy and several of these other callers today who started preaching preaching the mantra, chapter and verse. Well, if we just enforce the laws that we got, yeah, okay. I mean, as soon as you hear some of these things, it's it's like the religionists who start spouting, you know, the the, uh, the famous quotes from the Bible. John 3.16, yeah, okay. And by the way, that crap ought to stop. Going to a goddamn ball game, it's not bad enough you got the invocation at your football games, but you go, you pay money to go into a ball game, and some asshole has got a religious sign that he's holding up there. Go to church, okay? Go propagandize in church, not at a ballpark, not at a godless place like a freaking ballpark. Here's Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi. Hey, Don. Great. Listen, I used to be a member of the uh, the DNRA. Okay. Um, the reason I quit. Being a member, a member of the NRA was um, after they didn't support the Brady Bill. Okay, um, while members of the NRA probably, you know, feel that it's not going to save any lives or, or, or stuff like that, um, I I felt that it was a, uh, it was, you know, why why not support it? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no reason. Um, do you remember a couple of months ago Bill Clinton came out and uh he he went ahead and he um he talked about, you know, his proposals for for gun legislation. And uh there was there was no reason that any member of the NRA shouldn't support what he came out with, okay? Yeah. Um you know, all he was talking about was the uh at gun shows and stuff like that mm-hmm. and, uh that you you know and three day waiting periods and stuff like that. God forbid. If you're a member of the NRA, I mean you know, uh, and I I do have a concealed weapons permit in the, in the state of Florida here, but any law abiding citizen should not come out against you know exactly what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it just makes no sense. Well, but they don't make any sense. Their their whole uh, their whole rap doesn't make any sense. They're full of crap. Yeah, I mean. Uh, you know, it, it, when they turned around and they, um, they, they the, the NRA is killing themselves. You know what I'm saying? No, no they're not. They don't. Where's, oh, yeah. where's the opposition? Are. No, they're not. Huh? They because, still got the poli- know, they still got the politicians by the short hairs. They still own them. Huh? 
You see how every time they try to, like with the stuff you're talking about, they water it down, they render it meaningless, and uh, they still got the politicians in their hip pocket. Just like Don Corleone had the judges in his pocket, they got the politicians in their pocket. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a lady in Fort Myers. Hello. Good afternoon, Neil. Yes, ma'am. I don't think we've ever had a lady in Fort Myers before. Oh, well, there's several of us here. Oh! All right. It's great getting your show on this coast. I have some remarks about hunting. Okay. Uh, it's, a, it's a way for the Department of Natural Resources to control the deer population, especially up in some of these states that uh, have, have uh, Lyme's disease. Mm-hmm. That's becoming a serious health problem. Yeah. The crop damage to farmers from deer could be just devastating. Mm-hmm. And it's nice having medicine in the freezer, especially for those families on a tight food budget. <laughs> oh, there are people like that. Yeah, well, do you go out and shoot deer yourself? I have, yes. You've gone out and you've shot a deer? Yes. Did you look at like right in the eye and you said, hey, Bambi, here's one for you? It wasn't Bambi. Oh, well, then it's okay. And also, there did, are... Did you make sure? Did you check ID? <laughs> there are a lot of people that can't eat beef and they can't eat venison. Yeah. There you... How about cake? Can they let them eat cake? No. <laughs> but there are some good points about hunting. It is necessary. I don't think so, no. I don't think How so. else would the Department of Natural Resources control the deer population? Poison. Oh, poison? Yeah. I think Cyanide. You, I think you might want to look into that. Yeah, poison salt uh, salt licks. Oh, no. <laughs> that'd, be more, that'd be more cruel. Yeah. Well, they, they have some fast-acting stuff, you know, they can just injection, poison darts. Uh-huh. Have, a, have a nice day, sweetheart. Thank you. And don't eat too much of that venison. It'll kill you. Okay. Okay. Bad for your arteries. Here, Bambi. Here, lick this. 567. Oh, that was Bambi Woods he was talking about. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Fort Lauderdale. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. You know, in addition to the fact that you can just go into a Target or a sports authority and go buy a rifle or whatever you want. Right. Uh, you can well, buy like, mail. With I like the way that sounded on this phone connect. Wait a minute. Woo. Nice echo effect. Beauty. Uh, you can buy mail with virtually no ID, order kits to make guns. In addition to that, you can also buy re- ammunition reloading kits. Uh-huh. Legal to own. So I could sit here and legally endanger my family and my neighbors by reloading my own ammunition. Yeah. But if I grow a pot plant out back, you're going straight to myself, no harm to anybody else. Right. Haul me off, fry my ass. Right. But I can buy all the gunpowder I want, all the ammunition cases. See, gunpowder is good. White powder is bad. That's what George Bush said the other day. Or was it the other way around? Whichever way you want to look at it. Okay, and have a great day. Damn it, we lost the echo. 5670560, pound 560 on the, uh, oh yeah, too many drugs over there in Amsterdam, Neil. It's filthy. It's too many drugs. Screw you, Neil. Yeah, screw you, pal, you idiot. You simpleton. You child. You overgrown infant who thinks you, see, this is one thing that I love, is talking to people who pretend that they've been somewhere, although he was there for two weeks. Must have hated it. I know if I'm somewhere for, uh, t- if I hate someplace, I stay there for two weeks. But most of the people here are so parochial that they've never been anywhere. Even the people who are from someplace else, they've still never been anywhere. That's the amazing part of it. It's like, I'm from New York. Well, when was the last time you were there? Oh, I'm never, I was never there, but I'm just from there. I can't figure it out. You figure it out. Here's Weston. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. 
You know, I, I hear you about the gun control, and I don't think it's the uh, politicians that the NRA owns. I think it's who owns the NRA. Yeah. You look at the people selling the guns. They, I saw a piece and the on, gun manufacturers, pal, that's where the big money is. Exactly. I saw a piece on 2020 or something not too long ago about uh, the 15-shot clips and how they can't sell them to anyone but police anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the pawn shops and the gun dealers sent out... Uh, vouchers to the police department saying we will replace your 15 round clips just sell them back to us and we'll give you brand new clips for a reduced price so they they can take these clips these old clips and sell them to the to the craft for brains out there mm-hmm. that want a 15 round clip so it's it's just really who the gun manufacturers are really dictating what the nra does yeah but about this mtv thing yes lauren hill made a statement in, I don't know, Jet Magazine or something. Yeah. Exactly. Saying that she would rather see her kids starve than a white person buy her album. How, do you how, like that? how can MTV promote that? She She's uh, just disgusting. She's a N-I-double-G-E-R. Okay, thank you. All right. What did he say? She's from uh, Nigeria? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the I just can't stand her I don't I don't care whether she's she be black or I don't like her haircut but uh, she can't sing for uh, crap even Ricky Martin sings better than she does he can't uh, sing a lick he can lick it but hey it's uh at twelve fifty seven at five sixty WQM WQAM Miami it's the one to two hour. We dance like this is we sing like voices, but we must tell you we swear we're not gay. If you want these outfits to class, they would kick your we got land. We swear we're not gay. We look like interior designers. We sing like a bunch of silly writers. Us straight. Our agent says we gotta stay. We swear we're not gay. Our biggest Twelve-year-old girls who think we're as cute as me, yeah. All right. As they get older, they all figure out we're hiding our latency. One thing is for sure, we get Wash our clothes on the delicate cycle. Want to do a session with your Michael. But today we think that we have better say. We swear we're not gay. I swear we're not gay. Yeah. You are 
my fire, the one desire believe. Okay, it's only nominated for 1,600 awards at the uh, MTV Awards tonight. I just mentioned that in passing, okay, just to rub it in a little bit. 5670560, pound 560. There's no Lauren Hill, I'll tell you that. Thank God. There's no Ricky Martin, I'll tell you that. Anybody uh, calling on, on this show wants to defend Ricky Martin, all we can say is... You can't sing for sh- Exactly. Well said, sweetheart. Here's a mobile in Deer, uh, whatever, Riviera Beach. Hey, that, that is like torture. That, uh, who is that? Factory Boys. Torture? That's torture. It's great. Hey, Lauren, overrated. Most overrated person in music today. Who's that? Lauren Hill. Oh, by a million. She's, she's oh. garbage. Oh, I mean, with the Bastard Boys and NSYNC, you know what you're getting, what you're looking at. You know, yeah, that's 15 right. minutes of fame. Uh-huh. But she, she's overrated. 15 yeah. minutes of fame with the Backstreet Boys? Okay. Hey, we'll see. Yeah. Hey, Neil. I've basically called up about... Later. What's that? I said, how you doing? Great. Great. I, I called to tell you, man, I love you. Yeah. I think you are hilarious. Yeah. I'm mean, I get a pain in my stomach. I think you're so funny. Great. I really mean that. I get a pain in my stomach. I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> Have a great day, pal. All right, see you. And the Backstreet Boys are God, man. Don't get me started again, okay? Get me up soon. Yeah. No. What? You are. See, this is what happens when you let somebody start getting a little bit out of control, you know, fill in on the vacations, uh, do all these sh- these terminal shows on swing clubs that nobody cares about, and right away he starts interjecting his own little crap there because he's a superstar now in his own mind. He's a little uh, broadcast. <laughs> Five six seven oh five sixty. Give me that uh, phone book for Gainesville. Let's get JP's number up there. See what he's doing these days. Here's a mobile implantation. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Good to talk to you. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, about uh, you know about guns. You know this this country was built on violence. Okay. Isn't that great? And I mean, it, you can read history books. Yeah. So, and, so do we just accept that, or do we like try to no, a little more civilized? Of course not, but yeah, you have to make it more civilized. And the scary part of it is, is that people, I mean, it's like almost everybody has a gun down here. And how many people are actually trained in the weapons they have? That's the scary part. I drive about 12,000 miles in four days for my business. And I look around at all these angry people, and I'm thinking, do they have guns? Yeah. I mean, it's a frightening thought, and and, and they don't, you know. Remember they don't that even... line in the Beatles song, "All the angry people." Remember that? All these angry people. Yeah, and they're here. Who will they have... shoot next? Yeah. Yeah, they're here, and they have guns. And I mean, do they even know the ramifications? Even that Eleanor Rigby, she, she took it. And she John, Lennon? John Lennon. Yeah, right. So I mean, I mean, it's frightening. But I mean, people want to defend them. People want to own them. People want to buy them. People yeah. want to kill people with them. I mean, that's, that's the that's, that's that's ludicrous. way, man. That's right. That, that's and ludicrous. nobody cares. And for somebody to call it that argument, well, in Amsterdam in the 30s and the 40s, How they had done that. that was, like if they would have had a lot of most... handguns, they could have fought off the Nazis. This guy needs mental help. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and you do go to other parts of the world, and you're not you're not in fear of your life. Right. You're not you're not worried about that, but I guess that's not the right way to live. And you know, and, and that's why I brought up that story that I read about Detroit and Windsor, which are right across the Detroit River, just a few yards away from each other. And here, all the kids listen to the same music, watch the same TV and the same movies, play the same video games, and uh, it's just a different culture. Yeah. And, uh, well, you know, I, I don't think people are ever The American people are barbarians, sir. Don't ever forget it. Well, and the, and, and the American people don't understand. They're, con- they're, 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 they're controlled by the media. 
I mean, they're watching. They're but the good it. news is that Mike Tyson begins his comeback October 23rd against Orin Nora, Orlin Norris. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, and, and, and the amount, the millions of dollars he's going to make. I mean, the guy's a thug. Yeah, and, and, and a rapist, even, and a scumbag. And, yeah, to even defend that. So who do you like in that fight? Listen, have a great I, day, pal. Have a great day. Just a joke. Five six seven. Who do you like in that Delahoya fight? Oh. Let's, hear it. Let's hear the real men calling in here. The real gun squeezers, man. They'll be calling in the Hank after too. These are just these light and the loafer guys. You know my audience, my marginal little tiny audience. Five six seven oh five sixty. You know, if we had a real radio station here, if we had a real general manager, if we had a real company that would spring loose with some bucks, if we had that eight hundred number, we could be kicking gigantic, big, bloody ass here, and instead we're forced because we work for a myopic uh, goofball who thinks that the important things are his stupid ball games, because that's the extent and the limit of his mentality. And where are my goddamn tickets, by the way? Well, I'm going to tell you something. If, I, if those tickets by any reason don't come through, if that was just an idle uh, promise made yesterday, which I really doubt, because I don't think even he is that stupid to do that. But if that were the case, I hope you got more of those swinger shows in the uh, no in the vault. Nine minutes after one at 560 WQAM. Hurricane f***ing blow! If you had my butt, would you be a great big song? Is it all peace? If your butt could compare with my ample living, yeah, would you make money with your big honey? If the push of my butt, would my career be done? And would this song become number one? Take a look at my room, tell me if it's lunch tonight Would I be the star of a movie out of sight? Men look at me, and all they see, my anatomy They want to grab it, grab it all day If you had my bus, would you have a limousine with a big fat seat? Okay, that's a full question. Who do you like better, guys? Jennifer Lopez, Britney Spears. I say no contest. No contest. Britney all the way, baby. Oh! Yeah, what do you know? I know, believe me. In fact, I was the one that invented Britney Spears. I was the one that said, get her a boob job and she'll be really big. About this big. Here's uh, Portland, Oregon. Hello. Neil. Good yes, morning. sir. How are you? Great. Um, Florida native. Uh, recently moved out of Sunrise here about two months ago. All right. Best uh, move I've made in my life. I bet you. I hear great things about uh, the Upper Northwest. I never That's been. That's great. Um, there are, as far as the gun hunters are concerned, uh, you know, just, just judging by the editorials on the paper, yeah, you get a, pretty much a, a, a mix just like anywhere else, I would guess. But... Um, also, here a couple of months ago, or a couple of weeks ago, you made a comment about the, the driving habits between here and out there. Uh, you know, to put your blinker on, people over will just let you over and so forth. And right. Now, it's unheard of here. The, the operative word is rude. I'm the only one on the road. Don't bother me and uh, screw off. That, you're that's absolutely right. Here. I mean, the people here are just so courteous uh, on the roads and so forth. But anyway, the reason why I called, uh, because of the time difference, I don't know if you have uh, already went over this or not. 
uh, out of this morning's Oregonian uh, in the front section, Southern Baptist campaign aims to convert Jews. To yeah, that was that was in our paper yesterday. Oh, okay. okay. And I well, talked I about it, but I had no response to it. I mean, you know, this is part of the same arrogant, obnoxious, and especially they pick this time of the year. You know, it's Rosh Hashanah, Jewish New Year on Friday, and then uh, the 20th is Yom Kippur, which is the most solemn day right. for these uh, crazy Jews that celebrate this stuff. But nevertheless, I mean, you know, to go out of your way at this time of the year is like really rubbing the salt in the wounds and sticking in there and twisting instead of just minding their own business. You know, if they want to pray for somebody to convert, why do they have to publicize it? You know what I'm right. saying? If they want to pray, nobody's going to stop them. But why do they have to make it a big publicity stunt and piss everybody off? Why can't we all just get along, right? There you go. Have a nice day. And back to you. Bye-bye. That's what Rodney King said. Why can't we all get along? I've been wondering that for years. Since I was a little boy. Why can't I get along? Did it ever happen? No. No. Long enough, but not long. Here's a mobile in uh, Palm Beach Gardens. Hello. Palm Beach Gardens. Yeah, this is Sal. How you doing, Neil? Pretty good, Sal. Long time I haven't spoke to you. Last week, got back from Toronto. Right. And uh, I haven't been in been there for over 30 years since I was a kid. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, it seems a lot more civilized than any any place down here. No, no contest. It's a great city. Uh, yeah, I went to the exhibition. They had the exhibition going on right. there. I went to Hockey Hall of Fame. Right. I you know, went to CCN Tower. And, you, uh, anybody get shot while you were there? Uh, no, I didn't trip over any bodies, yeah. you know. And, uh, you know, uh, I rode a motorcycle up there and back. Really? Yeah, I mean, uh, the best thing that happened was leaving the state of Florida, seeing some real scenery. Yeah. And the worst thing that happened That's was That's a hell of a commentary, back. because when you leave uh, Florida, you wind up in Georgia. It's a hell of a commentary that you're, you got a smile on your face when you enter Georgia, you know. That tells you a lot about Florida. Oh, yeah, the most depressing thing was coming over that Georgia-Florida border. Yeah. And the worst weather I hit was last 100, 150 miles in Florida. It was raining. There you go. Ten days in Amsterdam on vacation and never saw a drop of rain. It was 75 in the daytime, 55 at night. It was sunny. It was as beautiful. The best ten days I've ever had in Amsterdam uh, back-to-back. I get back here. I get out of by the airport. I get in my car. It is pouring down rain. I get home, and two minutes after I got home, it started thundering and lightning like the world was coming to an end. And, and I thought, know, oh, I must be back in South Florida. Oh, yeah. You know, I, work, I drive for a living, and I... uh have to work in this weather and uh you know the best i wish i was able to afford it because uh come uh spring and summer i'd be the hell out of here yeah if i could live anywhere else it'd be out of here you and me both okay pal hang in there okay neil bye five. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. How come a country as close as us, Canada? How come the people are so civilized and they're not blowing each other's brains out and all screaming about we want guns? How come that's uh, the story? And down here, yet uh, everybody's got a gun, and every time they get pissed off, they blow somebody away. Usually, they're their own family now. That's the new deal. It's a suicide murder. He killed himself and his four little kids and his wife. And uh, yeah, great. Boy, just think how desperate Fox and CNN and all those other news networks, how desperate and MSNBC, boy, they'd be out of business if we didn't have all these guns. They're probably behind the gun lobby. It's not the NRA. I think it's the goddamn news channels and Channel 7. Here's Hialeah. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Hello, Neil. How are you? Great. Long-time listener. Uh, something happened to me the other days, and I had to give you a call because uh, I 
like I said, I've been a listener of yours for a long time, and and I know how you feel about guns, and uh, I back uh, your opinion on that. Uh, I deliver, uh, uh, I drive a truck for a living, and I went to make a delivery at a local gun manufacturing place. Right. And I in, get in there. Hialeah, by any chance? No. Oh. Down in Kendall. And I get there, and I ask the guy that uh, receives the merchandise. I say, how's business? He says to me, oh, man, great. After that uh, Littleton massacre? Man, because uh, apparently one of the guns that they used was manufactured by this manufacturer. Mm-hmm. He says, man, orders are pouring in. I said, boy, you know, Neil is right. You know, Neil is right. It's, you know, it's, no, 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 it's, it's not changing the mentality. No, and you're dealing with crazy people. Yeah. And uh, as far as the uh, cultural thing that you said, uh, uh, I... I the same point of view as that uh, gentleman that called before that said he lived in Carroll City. It was all white, and then the Cubans started moving in. And because right. uh, see, the, it's, it's a self self perpetuating cycle, I think. Because if, if the first family, a white family, wouldn't move out, mm-hmm. the rest of the houses wouldn't empty out, and and then there would be one, you know, maybe one name, one uh, let's say black or Hispanic family would move into the block, and then fine, everything will stay the same. Yeah, but the well, problem is the people flight. start people start panicking though, you know. Yeah, they look around. Take a look at North Dade. Yeah, I know. I lived in. Uh, Take a look at North Miami. I used to live at the Golden Glades Interchange at Twin Lakes Racquet Club, right up there by yeah. uh, 151st and. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And that that was a great place, and it was Mary's Restaurant. There were good restaurants, and it was safe, and it was clean, yeah. and there were like nice middle class and upper middle class people living in that area. And it's a toilet now. Every every, every business that I used to frequent there, uh, long gone out of business, and it's it's a uh, a sewer. Yeah, but you know the the thing is, uh, what, what, it's a question of what we know. What came first, you know, the chicken or the egg? Yeah, you know? I know. But uh, I guess it, it's going to take someone to, to stay around and uh, and see if you know see if the neighborhood doesn't change. Okay, well, give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, first. Okay, I'll say. see you. <laughs> take <care>. Bye. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why don't you give it a try? No, you tried. Yeah. Hey, Mikey, he likes it. Yeah, let Mikey uh, do it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. By the way, speaking of Mikey, how's he doing? You know, how come we never hear from our good old friends? At least we have heard from him once in a while. You know what? I'm getting a little tired of that crap. I can tell you right now. Right? We've heard from him once in a great while. Look at all these other people that we worked with over the years that were supposedly friends of ours. I don't want to mention uh, Rick Riley, because I don't want to say that. So you know, once in a great while you hear from him like surreptitiously because they're so paranoid over there at uh, Queer Channel that they have to do it like under you know. Not that, I'm not saying that I need to hear from Rick Riley for any particular reason. You know, but I just mentioned him. You know, I pick him up because you don't like him very much. Here's a, a mobile in Fort Pierce. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good, sir. Wanted to address my comments to a couple of your earlier callers. First, to the moron who was talking about paddling children. Oh, that was, that was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. Right through unbelievable. that panel every time. If you do a good job of raising your children, there's no need to hit them. First of all, and definitely don't. Uh, depend on the school to do your job for you. Don't mm-hmm. abdicate your job as a parent. Oh, and, and in, adi- in addition to which, I mean, the, the lawsuits, uh, the, 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 the school system, as bad as it is, I mean, you got to feel so path- so sorry. It's such a pathetic thing because uh, all they got to do is look cross-eyed at your kid and right away they're ready to drag him into court. The woman who was talking about how, how you can't hide guns around the house, she's also abdicating her responsibility as a parent. I have a 12-year-old son. And I own guns. I only use them. I don't use them. I have them for protection. And if they ever pass meaningful legislation 
to take guns off the street, I would be the first in line to give mine up. Right. I took my son when he was six years old to a gun range and had him shoot a gun so he learned that a real gun is not a toy. It makes a real hole. Right. I sleep very well at night knowing my son will never injure himself nor anyone else accidentally using a gun. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, don't abdicate your responsibility as a parent and expect schools or governments to do your job for you. Amen. Also, there's one other issue that I'd like to touch on real briefly, Neil, that was in the paper a couple of days ago. Um, John Henry and the rest of the people, uh, uh, and Barry Jackson of the Miami Herald. In I must be crazy. I must be nuts. Yeah. Who, who is his number one cheerleader, have started the PR push to get a stadium built for the Marlins. And, and Henry was crying and saying, if I don't get public money, I'm only going to build a 25,000-seat stadium. Right. There is no reason for you or I or anyone else in South Florida to put up so much as a dime to build a stadium for the Marlins. When my child goes to a school that was overcrowded before they finished building it, right. when policemen and, and, and firemen and public servants are underpaid, when the roads need repairing, we don't need to spend money on another stadium. Not, not one dime, another man. Not a single dime of public money. Amen. Not one dime. Please, right. Neil, please don't stop hitting that issue and hitting it hard because otherwise the public is going to get bent over and you know what happens then. Okay. And by the way, the Lion and Elder Rigby was all the lonely people, not all the angry people. I know. Keep up the good work. And have a great day. You too. All the angry people. I'll be just a, a joke. Five six seven oh hey, it was a great call, so he screwed it up there at the end. Five six seven oh five sixty, pop five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. You know what John Henry said? I must be crazy. I must be nuts. Yeah, you must be if you think that the and you can call me a caveman, you can call Hank, whatever the hell you want to call him. The fact is that no responsible person is gonna come on the air or be anywhere in the media, which leaves the two newspapers out, but anywhere else from the two newspapers, no responsible person is gonna come out and say, Oh yeah, let's have you spend public dollars to build a a billionaire a goddamn stadium. I mean, what a sham that is. Oh, well, if I build it, I mean, I promise you I'd build it if I couldn't get public money, but it'll only be a 25,000 seat, and we'll still have a crappy team, and uh, we'll lose a lot of money and uh, all this other crap. Who the hell are you kidding, man? And what they're doing, just like this guy says, it's a big propaganda campaign. I told you this months ago. Just forge ahead like it's a done deal. It's not a question of if. It's just a question of where we're going to put it. Well, I'll tell you where to put it, okay? Yeah, that's where to put it. Crazy man. God. I must be crazy. I must be nuts. Now we see eye to eye. 26 after 1 at 560. God, it's getting so close to those MTV awards. I'm starting to break out into a sweat. Holy Mackinac! This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil Guy. I'm Hank Goldberg from uh, Flagler Dog Track at 2 o'clock. So I get two more pages from this uh, NRA guy. 
Did I read the uh, pages? No. Oh, I just uh, saw who was from in the beginning and his rambling, his hysteria. Two solid facts pages that are straight in the uh, circular file. Like I said, did I read them? No. No. Save the fax paper, okay? How many trees are going to have to get chopped down to make the paper for you to waste your fax paper here that I'm not reading, okay? Thomas, whoever you are, Schmendrick. Just accept the fact that not everybody is as embra- just enamored with guns as you are. All the uh, slaughtered people. Isn't that the, wasn't that the line in Eleanor Rigby? All the slaughtered people? Look at how they bleed. So speaking of that, by the way, I was just noticing that promo we had for the Marlin game with Joe and Dave, and it, uh, I almost forgot about this. Did you see it? Of course, you didn't see it because you don't read the sports page. You don't even read a newspaper. There's a sports page? No. O'Brien to replace Angel, question mark, by, guess who wrote the article, by the way? Barry. He's an asshole. Jackass. Dave O'Brien, the Marlins' uh, lead radio announcer, is expected to become the team's number one broadcaster and primary TV voice sometime in the next two years, according to several sources close to the situation. And when Barry says close to the situation, you know it's, uh, who knows. He would replace Joe Angel, whose status beyond next season is in doubt. This is contingent on O'Brien agreeing to a contract extension during the offseason. See, Dave O'Brien is great. And Joe Angel, even though he does irritate the hell out of me with his phony John Miller wannabe stuff, Joe Angel is very good. See, the problem with the Marlins, I know this may come as a great shock to some of the people in that organization. The problem with the Marlins isn't the broadcast. I must be crazy. I must be nuts. Yeah, that's the one thing. I mean, we had Christina Moore on here on the radio with the Panthers. That was a problem. Bill Zimfer, uh, you know, he's a good guy. He's uh, People can take him or leave him. They don't know who he is because he's a carpetbagger, but he's okay with the Dolphins, you know. And then, of course, there's always your close personal friend, Rimmer, which I'm not going to make any comment because he might buy dinner again someday, but I doubt it. But at any rate. But the problem with the Marlins isn't the broadcasters. And why couldn't they divvy it up? Why couldn't they have them each do four and a half innings on radio and TV, split it down the middle? I think the ten fans that we got left there would be happy. What would be wrong with that? Instead of screwing over poor Joe Angel, okay, who can't even afford, he can't even afford to go to Charles Alfieri. Get that hair filled in. But they got to stick somebody in the back. That's the way it's done. It's the South Florida ucking way, man. they got to knife somebody in the back. Here's Hialeah with four question marks. Hello. Um, hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, I agree with you 100% uh, what you're saying about the uh, gun control and all that stuff. Unfortunately, um, we live in a society where it's uh, better to have a gun and not need it than to need it and not have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I carry a gun. Um, of course, I took a course in gun safety, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And it's unfortunate that all these uh, losers, all these lunatics uh, grab a hold of guns and then they make uh, honest, law-abiding citizens have to carry guns. Yeah, like their kids. I mean, are little kids going to carry guns to defend themselves now, too? Well, if if a kid grabs a, a gun, if a parent has a gun... No, no, I'm not talking about the kid grabbing it. How about the guy that shot his five-year-old kid yesterday because he was pissed off at his wife? Hey, like I said, Neil, these losers, if these people... Well, how, how do we how do we separate the winners from the losers? How do we... See, let me say it again. The American society as a whole, we have demonstrated clearly. You have to make laws based on society, not on individuals. You can't do that. Society as a whole has clearly demonstrated in this country that we are irresponsible. We cannot, we cannot have the luxury of uh, having firearms because we're not responsible with them. But you can't... Uh, nowadays, you're not safe anymore. I mean, you can either choose to be a victim... Or, or just try to defend yourself the best possible. Yeah. I mean, you, anywhere you go nowadays, you're vulnerable to these people that should not have guns, 
of getting hurt. I mean, I got a friend of mine that lives in Nebraska, and he came down here on vacation. Yeah. Uh, this this last Christmas has passed. And what did uh, he think? He well, he, of course, he went back to Nebraska. He said he would <laughs> he would not move up here for nothing in the world. Right. But we went to the bakery center to see a movie, and when we got out about a quarter to eleven o'clock, he asked me if he wanted a strawberry shake. We stopped at a Dairy Queen. He works for a jewelry store up there, and his uh, the owner of the jewelry store he works for let him have a Rolex watch as a gift. Well, it so happened that when we pulled and up... Let, and you let this guy wear a Rolex uh, watch in Miami? Well, let, let me tell you what happened. We pulled up to a Dairy Queen, uh, and he got off. I stayed in the car. He got off, and he went to order his shake. As he's ordering his shake, three guys, uh, of course, they, they were black, pulled up. Three sparks, yeah. They pulled up, and one of them was carrying a bat. They kind of got... Carrying a what? A bat. They had a bat. A bat. One of them had a bat in their hand. The thing is, he's he's looking directly. Was, was one of them Gary Sheffield? Uh, <laughs> it, it, the bottom line is, if I I had to unfortunately draw my gun, pointed at one of the guys, you know, for them to drop the bat. I right. guarantee you, if I wouldn't have been armed at that precise moment, yeah. they would have hit him in the head. They would have took his Rolex watch. You know, come on. I mean, it's unfortunate yeah. that you know we live in a society where it's just it, it, you know what I would I maybe I'll take your advice and I'll move to Amsterdam. There you go. You have a nice day. You never have to have another gun as long as you live. You have a nice day. And you too. And by the way, I want to correct one thing because I did make special notice this time because I don't like to come on here and just mouth off and I don't know what I'm talking about. The cops uh, do carry guns. They they have, uh, you know, guns on their side, on their hip. They have nightsticks and they have handcuffs, you know, on their uh, belt. And they have like little guns, not not big uh, 357 Magnums. And I've never seen them draw one. And like I said, the only time you ever see that I've ever seen cops uh, dragging somebody away, it's some uh, Rasta guy who's uh, been peddling drugs out there on the street, which they don't look kindly on, by the way. And and that's it. And that's that's the worst I've ever seen there. And I've been there like fifty some times. But like that guy that called, that uh, remember the guy before I went on vacation that had his experience in Rome, the guy that went on the cruise ships, and oh my God, they were robbed. The gypsies were robbing people. It was terrible. I couldn't get back on the ship fast enough. Oh. Wouldn't you like to live somewhere where the worst problem, the most, the worst thing you had to fear was being robbed by the gypsies? And like I've told you a million times, anybody who can't tell the gypsies after their first experience has to be deaf, dumb, and blind. Even Ray Charles can identify the gypsies just by the way they smell. Okay? They all dress like gypsies. They carry little babies in the arms. They do the same routine. I mean, it's... Like I told you, it's like putting up a big sign saying, we're going to pick your pocket, okay? So either run like hell and get away from us or stand around and let us pick your pocket and have a nice day. 5670560, pound 560 on the uh, AT&T Ronalds line. Oh, my God, we're getting closer and closer to the MTV Awards tonight. I'm feeling a tingle in my... I'm getting so excited about it. Because the rumor has it that some guys... Up for like four, five, two hundred and fifty. I think it's three hundred awards are up for tonight. Is what I'm hearing. Oh, Alonzo, you're so big. How young is too young? Right. You come on to me and whisper things in my ear. 
things about me I don't think you know No I'm underage I'm looking at the fax machine, and I see a fax with big letters on it. And I'm right on target. Nice going, Neil. Neil, God. I thought that must be the NRA guy figuring if he puts real big letters on there, I'll read his fax. And I look in the first two or three letters. It's not about guns. And I see that name at the top. And it's right in the circular file again. Another tree had to be wasted because of this uh, gun maniac, huh? So he's not only in for shooting people, he's also for cutting down poor innocent baby trees. Here's Hialeah. Hello. Okay, nice talking to you. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. A couple of things I wanted to mention. Uh, first of all, I just got back from Toronto, and you are certainly right about that city. If it wasn't so freaking cold, I'd move there in a heartbeat. That's right. Uh, the other they didn't thing have is, winter eight months a year. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, um, if there's anyone in South Florida who should be for building a new baseball stadium, it's me. I'm an agent for baseball players, and I live in South Florida. But I have to agree with the caller earlier. Uh, in regard to the uh, uh, public not paying for a baseball stadium. If you or I were starting a business and we needed a facility, would we be able to go to the public and say, build us a building? No, no we'd have of course to go not. to the bank and borrow it's, the un- money. it's unheard of. This is the only endeavor of human life, of human experience, where a multi-billionaire goes to the public and says, I want to start something and I want you to uh, subsidize pay it, for it for me. Right. Well, and the amazing thing now is, they're talking about how, oh, it rains here and it's a football-only stadium. Well, they knew that when they awarded the franchise. Mm-hmm. The whole situation is baseball figured we'll give them the team, we'll let, let it be there for a few years, and then we'll blackmail a stadium out of them. Right. It has nothing to do with the rain. Well, that's why they pulled that crap for the All-Star game, you know. You bet. And it has nothing to do with the rain, Neil. You know what this is all about? This is about the stream, stream of revenue that is not flowing to the Marlins because the money that it took to build Joe Robbie Stadium is all the, the the money from the private boxes all goes to paying for Joe Robbie Stadium. Right. And as a result of that, the Marlins aren't getting any of it. And that's what this is about. Yeah. It's not about the rain. It's about the money that they're not getting from the private boxes. Well, you know boxes. something? Nobody held a gun to John Henry's head. He knew how much they lost. He knew he knew that he was up against it. That it was very unlikely that the public's going to come up with any money and build him a stadium, especially when our education and our roads and all of these other things are as crappy as they are. And uh, so, you know, why are we supposed to feel sorry for this guy? He must well, he must be nuts. I must be crazy. I must. Not be only that, Neil. Not only that, Bill, but 
wasn't it raining in 1992 when they awarded the franchise? Yeah, and I, I, no, I, think, I think it only started raining down here in the summertime after they got the uh, baseball team. Well, and, and there was a dome <laughs> stadium in Tampa at the time. So if having a dome stadium was so important for baseball, why didn't they put the team in Tampa? Right. So it was all part of a big block. And, and by the way, and by the way, they're not drawing flies over there either. No, no, that's true. But hey, at least they've got a dome stadium, and what a wonderful experience it is to go to one of those, isn't it? Also, I couldn't agree with you more on Lauren Hill, and and uh, oh. and and uh, please keep uh, pounding the table on this uh, stadium issue because otherwise, who knows what's happening? Uh, don't, don't how many politicians? It. That uh, that Henry's going to be able to buy off and ain't, ain't going to happen, man. Just like the penny sales tax, they thought they could snooker that through in the middle of the summertime. Guess what? Bad bad judgment. Well, as long as we got people like you on the side of common sense, Neil, things like that won't happen. Okay, so, thanks. Like I say, please keep it up. Thanks, yeah. In all sense of the word. Okay. Bye. Yeah, I'm a caveman. You know, I just don't believe we need Major League Baseball when we got people going to overcrowded schools. We got schools in Quonset huts and all this other crap. We just can't afford it. I'm sorry, John Henry. I must be crazy. I must be nuts. Okay, and you people in the newspapers about enhancing the quality of life. You're the people that ought to be ashamed. I mean, John Henry, he's a selfish guy, okay? He's a businessman, and no matter how much money people have, they want more. That's just human nature. Unfortunately, it's called greed. So he's got his own selfish interest that he's looking out for. But you people at the Herald and the Sun Sentinel that have got the chutzpah to come up with these editorials and giving us a lecture on the great things that it'll do for the community, how important it is to the uh, community and to the... Uh, you're, you're out of your mind. You're crazy. You're off your rocker. As much as I like hockey, for crying out loud, did having a hockey team here and having the new arena out there right by my house, did that uh, somehow enhance the quality of life here? No. Of course not. I enjoy going there, and I, I, I'm the, probably the biggest hockey fan in, in South Florida. But for crying out loud, like I've told you a million times before, if, uh, if they would have moved to Nashville like everybody kept threatening us, so uh, pack them a sandwich, that's all. Pack them a bunch of bread with a little salami in it. It's 11 before 2 at 560 WQAM.